Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. When we talk about McDonald's combo meals, we talk about savory meat, golden fries, and your favorite drink. Now, the combo meals just got crispy, juicy, and tender with the new crispy chicken sandwich combo. And you have to try it. Get a classic or spicy crispy chicken sandwich with medium fries and a medium soft drink like Sprite for only six bucks. Promotion pricing may be lower than meal pricing, cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Morning. Morning. This show contains mature content. Mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City water reader decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off. Determined. By shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the weepy, the weepy. to the Crotch Shot Radio Show where we kick the issues in the balls. We're on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the memes. So if you're angry and want the truth exposed, then strap in and prepare to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I'm your host, Louis B. I takes no bullshits from nobodies. I actually expose the bullshit of society and chop it up into easy to digest chunks for you. Today won't be any different. Today, we are going to be discussing the siege on the Capitol, the um, stop the stop the steel protests, uh, the 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 apparent the the uh, alleged hate crime event of the of the century. Apparently, if you listen to the fucking media, um, and as. Always, I am joined by my lovely co-host. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you... Statesman, researcher, scholar, a uniter within the patriot movement. One of Antifa's most hated foes. I proudly give to you, Gabriel Brown. 
What's happening, Louie? What is up, my friend? Uh, goodness, we we came back. We came. We survived. Uh, apparently, uh, the the start of the civil war. Yeah, legitimately survived too. We're not when we say that it's not even like a figure of speech. The legitimate, pretty, uh, pretty wild. Yeah. Um. In fact, I kind of want to get started on something. Um. Be, like, there's two things before we get to the main topic. I want to talk about. Sure. Uh, first thing is, uh, this, this kind of hit me earlier today and, and, and this is going to come off as something that's very hippy dippy. Um, something that you probably would not expect coming out of my mouth, but it's something that I've noticed. Um, love, uh, what happened last, what happened last week? And this is me talking about both sides. The lack of love, um, the lack of respect that that has been brewing for, I'm going to say the past six, seven years. Um, you know, I, and what, what got me to this was I was listening to this, uh, Japanese, uh, Canadian band called monkey magic and that's spelled M O N K E Y M A J I K. And the reason why I have to spell it out is because some people will be like, you said monkey, that's racist. So, you know, I have to like be very specific. <laughs> totally understandable. Um, and, and like, this is something I've been taught, like, as you know, the world gets worse and worse, there'll be lack of, there'll be no natural affection for one another. What happened was either it was a combination of people not feeling respected and people not being respected and they felt like they they had no choice but to do what they did at the Capitol or do what they did over the summer. And, you know, it, it's it's the fact that no one's really willing to be real with one another. It's it's right. It's like like I, I mean, I'm I'm really starting to see it and um, you know, even before we even get started with it. I, I I am realizing what happened last week was a mistake on our part. Storming the well, cap, storming the Capitol yeah. was a mistake. I think storming the Capitol was it was a big mistake. It was I mean in in the moment while we were there in the moment I'm thinking yeah fuck yeah fuck them, but now when you come like a week out you see stay thinking about it and, and common sense starts coming back and it's like. We fucking screwed the pooch. What? Like I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> like we we had no plan. Not that we didn't. I I didn't get in. You didn't get in. No, I didn't uh, go in there. Yeah. Uh, in retrospect, probably a good thing I didn't go in there. Yeah. I mean, but <laughs> you know, probably be looking. Yeah. I mean, we really screwed the fucking pooch when it came well, to this. Yeah. I. You know what? I I can say this much, Louis. Yeah. Yeah. You and I didn't screw anything up because you and I did not organize whatever that was. Yeah. We didn't advocate in favor of storming the Capitol. Mm-hmm. We just showed up. Yeah. And I, I mean, I honestly, uh, I mean, should we hold off on the topic of like the story of what we saw on the ground uh, before? I, I, are you, are there other topics you want to bring up ahead of that? 
before uh, we go into the story oh, oh, to no, really no, address no. that? Uh, no, of course. No, uh, there, there's that. Or, no, no. Like, there's a, there's something I want to cover before that. That's we we got we got all the time in the world to discuss everything. I mean, okay. Ha- I just ha- want to make sure because I I don't want to like screw you up on tangent yeah. here. But yeah, um, no, I mean, I mean, like like I said, as far as you and me go, mm-hmm. we. We didn't actually plan any kind of seeds. I, I came out there as a, purely for the point of doing journalism. Yeah. As well as, you know, being an activist and speaking my, and voicing my uh, grievances uh, with the Congress, so to speak, but not from inside the building, obviously from outside the building. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I fulfilled everything I, I pretty much was trying to achieve on the ground there. Um, so yeah, you and I, uh, you know, we're also experienced activists. So we, we, this isn't our first rodeo, so yeah. to speak, Yeah. but a lot of people there are new to all this. So mm. they, they, yeah. you're right. They didn't have a plan. Yeah. They didn't know what they were getting themselves into or what they're being led into, depending on what, you know, how you look at it in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of, uh, new jacks or, you know, a lot of, uh, fresh cuts, uh, green people, so to speak, were there. I mean, as a friend of mine says, he he calls it Day of the Boomers or Night of the Living Boomers because there's just so many boomer people that showed up that never been involved with this type of stuff. Fucking boomers. So, you know, yeah, I mean, it it wasn't what we planned on doing. I honestly, to be honest, I thought we were just going to, you know, there was a speech. Uh, Trump was telling people to go to the Capitol. I figured we'd all stand out in front of the Capitol, show Congress that we, the people, are upset enough to be there and protest as a peaceful protest. I didn't think people were going to go on siege. Yeah. Um, but some people took it to, I guess, its ultimate conclusion, and uh, in some yeah. cases, their ultimate conclusion of death. So, But we'll definitely talk about that. But, yeah, a lot of those people did feel a lack of love. And I, I would argue a lack of love exists on both, uh, you know, people in our circles. Yeah. As well as the uh, affectionately loved Antifa, people who hate our guts and want to kill us, too. They they actually have the least amount of love in their circles, in my opinion. Yeah. Because they're all about rage and hate and anger. But, yeah, no, I think, there's, I think it's not about being hippy-dippy. As they say, mm-hmm. there, there is, it's true. Mm-hmm. When when you have a lack of love, the new world order can manipulate two sides that are uh, feeling, you know, with a feeling of a uh, lack of love, and they can manipulate their rage and anger against each other. And that's what they've been doing, playing us pawns for yeah, all this yeah. time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what basically what we, at least what I see, and why I always try to like expose the the sponsors of these people so we can get to the source. Instead of fighting NPCs, as they say, yeah, you know, regenerating uh, Goombas in the Mario Brothers game. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, so. it, it's just, it, it, it like, it, it just, it, it really, it, it, it seemed like I kept, I kept saying this over and over, and and whoever asked me whether it was, it was like it was a shit show. It was an entire shit show because you have these people storming the Capitol, and then you have these. Like honestly, it was almost like to juxtapose it. It it, it was kind of ridiculous. You had these people praying, like you had all these like street preachers there, like praying, singing, yeah. whatever. I'm like, and I'm like, this 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 is a fucking madhouse, right? No, it, actually, yeah. Well, 
you know, when we get into the story aspect of it, yeah, yeah I'll explain my story side of what I saw. You can do the same. Yeah. It, no, it truly was a madhouse. So, but um, you uh, know, that's was, that's why I really wild. wanted to say, you know, honestly, if anything, like the 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 the, the meat and potatoes, I wanted the point I wanted to make is we need to we need to like remember we have to we have to love. I mean that that is the one thing even like whether you're religious or not almost every religion talks about the importance of love and you know to love your enemy and to what does that mean to love your enemy to me it means like having some form of civility I mean you know if they come kill you 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 yeah you defend yourself but you don't kill their entire family well, yeah. I agree. Unfortunately, yeah. there's a lot of, like I said, the yeah. the oppositional side doesn't share this view of love that we're talking about, and they would love to kill the entire family. Well, well that's that's the thing. We can't the mind control they're under. But unfortunately, we can't be like them. We can't. I exactly. I, like, I I agree. I can't. I'm not and, and into honestly, being like them um, because, like I said, it, I I think uh, what we have to offer is so much uh, yeah. greater. Yeah. I mean, because, in, in terms of quality and everything, quality of life. But anyways, uh, to move on, that's it. We we constantly we we need to keep ourselves in check. Like the the oh, okay. the, the rule the rules for like like we have to be like, you know, lack of a better analogy, we need to be like the superheroes, like the villains. They're able to kill. They're able to do whatever they want to get to to uh to achieve their objectives. We're the heroes. We can't kill. We can't stink to their level because it would be too damn easy and it would just make the world darker. Well, the thing is, too, Louis, yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, they like, I don't know if Dragon Ball Z would be the best example, mm. but <laughs> it would, on their side, it's like the equivalent yeah. of them turning Super Saiyan right to the get, uh, you know, when they attack us. Mm-hmm. Like we're not even. Meanwhile, on our side, we don't even do that. Yeah, we we don't exercise that kind of uh, power until it's necessary. Mm-hmm. We you spare that energy. You wait for when it's necessary. These people expel it with their evil energy. It's like the Sith Lords mm-hmm. and the the you know the Jedi. The light side of the Force, you know, it is a greater power than the dark side because they can energy and, and aggression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. it seems like it works but it only works so far mm-hmm. eventually you, you lose and that's what the you know that, i mean antifa and blm have been losing a great deal yeah even though they've been gaining a great deal they've also lost a great deal there's a lot of people they've caused people to wake up and question what exactly it is they've been doing all last year yeah. especially when the government itself wasn't doing anything to you know curbside all that yeah so to speak but, you know, like you said, then we got the situation of what happened with the Capitol. I mean, we could argue that there could have been uh, agent provocateurs in that crowd. Yeah. Maybe a little Antifa here and there. I don't know. I don't see a lot of evidence of the Antifa people, although if anyone has it, I'm more than open to the possibility of that. Right. It would benefit them to have us have that mess up. But, yeah, I, I definitely imagine there's state provocateurs in there. I mean, Mm-hmm. Back in the day, as you know, we used to be able to spot these people because they had, were wearing the same boots as the cops. Right. Yeah, you know, they would dress up in the hoodies and the masks and do black block looking uh, attire. And, you know, they were the easiest to spot because you, we just knew who they were. 
Well, in this new age of, um, you know, political activism, it's, you have people showing up to rallies dressed in equipment virtually identical to the police. So it's much more difficult to spot out things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, we could add some agent provocateurs. That wouldn't be a very difficult uh, task. I mean, we know that there were some off-duty police in that crowd. Yeah. But, I mean, to, you know, that, to, that's an example. Well, to speak on Antifa, um, before we get to that, to the main the main meat and potatoes uh, of talking about the DC riots. Uh, you brought up something yes last night, which we were both tinkle pink about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a, a, apparently, uh, apparently we have thing, yeah. we have a, a a number one fan to the Crowd Shot Radio Show these days, and, um, and and even though he won't name us, we will name him. Uh, I like to give Sounds a big shout to out to uh, Mister. Or, or well, I'm sorry. I don't mean to um, to uh, uh, assume his gen- uh, his or her gender. Uh, their name is Spencer Sunshine. Yeah, um, that it is. <laughs> he, He's uh, the number one fan. He basically alluded to this podcast in an, in an article. And dude, yes, you are a leader of Antifa, especially when you uh, when you are making speeches on how to cause us physical harm which you yeah, would never any ways to lie yeah <laughs> which which is what you would would never do yourself see the difference between me as a leader and you as a leader i don't do shit that i don't i won't i won't ask people to do stuff that i wouldn't do myself if i feel like so angry at a person that i need to attack them i would do that shit myself I you know it, I don't have these like pseudo fake um, intellectual conversations where it's basically a um, radical leftist circle jerk um, saying oh well we need to hit them with bike locks and shit like that and and we need to get them <laughs> fired and 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 make pamphlets on how to ruin someone's life because you don't like the way they think or what you think they what what you try to portray that they think right um as you see I'm a person of color and you want to you want to call someone like me an anti-semite um I highly doubt you're even Jewish I I, t- <laughs> I know I don't even think you're Jewish because first of all if you were Jewish, you would not be wearing, you wouldn't be sitting home wearing pajamas. That's actually kind of insensitive towards people who died in the Holocaust. That's true. I mean, didn't uh, they wear pajamas? Yeah. Isn't there a movie, uh, what was it, The Boy in Pajamas? or Exactly. Striped Pajamas. Didn't they make a movie yes, based on a, a book? Exactly. Um, in <laughs> fact, in fact, here's uh, some I notes. Mean, he he's uh he you're not uh Spencer Sunshine, you're you're not Jewish, you're just a normal ass white guy. Um Yeah, well I mean he's either a uh, he's either a Jewish nationalist socialist, you know, uh, a racial um socialist, because you know, he, he claims to be yeah. a bundist. Or he's just a guy posing yeah, as Jew. No, no, I think, I think he, like, the idea is yeah. he wants to play the uh, I'm a press card and accuse people of being anti-Semites all day and convert people to become anti-Semites for his uh, financial gain. Yeah, I mean... At, at least in my assessment. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's Like, from what I've gathered, a lot of radical leftists, they like to claim that they're Jewish, 
just so that way they could get away with, I'm a minority too. Like, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like some form of, uh, Rachel Dolezal. It's like a lazy Rachel Dolezal. Cause you don't have to like darken yeah. your skin. Like, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it's fucking, it's, it's insulting. It's insulting to be doing that. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Like, why would you, like, why would you uh, culturally appropriate, um, uh, what you call that, um, Jewish culture? Well, you know, it's just uh, it's his way of uh, finding a uh, a niche to make money, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's what he's been doing this whole time. I mean, I love how he writes this article, you know, about all, all this stuff that went on in the Daily Beast because mm-hmm. he got accused of being uh, the Q shaman at D.C., you know. Yeah. Yeah, I doubt he was in D.C. I'm sure he was in his pajamas, as he uh, proclaimed in the article. But yeah, Spencer claiming he has no kind of leadership role in all this is, uh, I call it malarkey. Uh, I mean, there, there's so much evidence of his influence in the anti-fascist action yeah. movement. In fact, that it, I, how could you claim you're not? When, I, like that. That's. I mean, big, like I, I'm posting. I, I'm showing a picture of me in the yarmulke, um, which proves that I'm more Jewish than Spencer Sunshine. Like there you go. Yeah, go ahead. Call me an anti-Semite now, Spencer. Go ahead. I wow. dare you. Yeah. I dare you. That's... Like, would an anti-Semite <laughs> be invited to a wedding and proudly, and, and I say this proudly, wear a yarmulke? In fact, I still own that yarmulke. Do I wear it for for fashion? No, because that'd be kind of disrespectful. But you know, I I, I wore well, for the yeah, occasion. You know, I wore for the I'll occasion. I'm sorry. Yeah, like I wore for the occasion. I um, and honestly, you can't shame me. I I'm not ashamed to to say that I wore a yarmulke. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I went to a Jewish wedding. I'm not ashamed that I have Jewish friends. I I'm I hear they're sh- pretty fun actually. I haven't been to any Jewish weddings, but I hear they're pretty. Uh, oh they're no 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 no! I even oh I even did the thing. Like, I even Stop helped, going on. Yeah, I even I was even part of the wedding party and I helped my friend uh I lifted them up in the chair with him and his dad. <laughs> like with, with his dad and the rest of the wedding party. I I did all that. I, I and and it That's was cool. it was fun as fuck. I, I I would do it again. 10 out of 10. And it was freaking it was it was freaking catered to the gods. To the gods it was hey. fucking catered. You want like to call? I said, you know, my friends are gone. I have friends that gone to Jewish weddings. They always have a good time at those things. Yeah, you want to call me an anti- as they say? Yeah, call me a dirty anti-Semite. You can go fuck yourself. Well, like I like I was saying earlier, Louie, I mean, this guy, you know, he, he claims he's not really an you know anti leadership role, but mm-hmm. I mean, let's let's break down the uh, receipts here. 
the guy literally, you know, he, he, he writes articles for political research associates, yeah. He's like a protege of Chip Berlay, who's mm -hmm. a major sponsor of Antifa through all his, uh, special connections to the SPLC and Ford foundation fronted, uh, political research associates, uh, Spencer sunshine, you know, he gives lectures at colleges all over the country at times. He's even flown to Europe to give lectures in Germany and, you know, I, maybe France or England. He's talking about um, militia groups in America. I mean, I, he's obviously not doing that on his own dime. No. I mean, the guy's got a long history of making connections himself. Uh, he, he's in the, he has an inner circle of all sorts of people like Daryl Mont Jenkins, uh, Alexander Reed Ross, who wrote a book that was essentially written because of me and Craig. Fitzgerald, mm -hmm. uh, he, he's in, he's involved with the intelligentsia of the entire apparatus of an Antifa network. Yeah, yeah. So if he's not the leader, he certainly holds a leadership role yeah. within a larger network that works as an, you know with intelligence fronts for the FBI, for the Southern Poverty Law Center, um, the Henry Ford Foundation, which ironically is named after the man who was admired by Hitler and accused of being an anti-Semite, which, you know, I guess he, the, the pamphlet, the international Jew being handed off with every one of his automobiles, mm -hmm. you know, that, that certainly, you know, leaves people with the impression he might've been anti-Semitic. But the thing is Spencer is willing to take sponsorship from all those groups. And he's willing to work with all these different groups around the country. And he's writing books, you know, like the, the one that I got from Chip Relay's event, uh, was it the uh, Trumping Democracy, which he contributed an article in, yeah. in a college textbook like, uh, look, series? Look I, I, I got thirty-five of those books. I got a so. I got a picture of him up. He doesn't look no. He doesn't look Jewish to me. He looks straight like freaking Slavic. Like he looks well, like the type of guy that he looks like the type of guy that if he was born in the forties, he would have told on Anne Frank. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like he. I mean, he works with the Henry Ford Foundation yeah. through, like, these other front groups. And, you, you know, he'll use a straw man, oh, I don't actually work for the Ford Foundation, so yeah. that is conspiracy theory, and you're wrong. No, I didn't say you work directly for him. I said you work for a front group. That does. And you get paid money to write articles according to your own testimony and a question and answer on a video that you put out years ago. And, and, you know, the funny thing is he blames Gavin McInnes for uh, all these people uh, trolling him and on the comment threads of that video back in uh, 2017. It wasn't Gavin McInnes. Gavin didn't even know about that video until later. I was the one who told everybody about it. Yeah, I'm putting it out there now. <laughs> I'm letting him know I'm the one who did it. There you go. So, yeah, I yeah. let everyone know about it, and everyone just picked up on it and did what they did. So, yeah. yeah. No, he's not, a know, he's, I, he's not Jewish. He's not, one of, he's not one of the tribe. He's a, he's a poser. He is a poser, and honestly, him claiming to be Jewish is anti-Semitic in and of itself. Me, well, he's certainly not a New Yorker either. Yeah, no. <laughs> even I, though like, he lives here. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not a, and I'm not Jewish, but I do respect the Jewish religion. I do respect my Jewish brothers and sisters. I I've had many Jews on my show who I who I love and respect. Shout outs to uh, Rabbi Daniel Sayani. Shout outs to Laura Loomer. 
Uh, shout outs to my uh, former co-host FEMA. Uh, <laughs> you know what, what? You know, the, you know. I, in fact, I've had so many Jews on my show that real, real white supremacists have like, why do you have so many Jewish guests on your show? You're a Jewish bootlicker. That dumb shit. Like, so yeah. you want to call this an anti-Semite show? Bubba, you're barking up the wrong tree. You're, if you want to see a real anti-Semite, look in the mirror, Spencer. Well, well, the thing is, Spencer's also promoting, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he goes after anybody who goes after, you know, the establishment or exposes things like what happened on 9-11. Yeah, yeah. Spencer Sunshine tried to get, uh, what was his name, Kevin Barrett to, you know, on a, you know make it so he can't speak. At the left forum, he tried to kick him out of there by using his influence. He's a, he's gone after Cynthia McKinney, calling her an anti-Semite mm-hmm. as well. He's gone after Jill Stein and you know the VP pick and called them anti-Semites in the Green Party. I mean, he says that you know 9/11 conspiracy-oriented information is all anti-Semitic. He's no friend of the 9-11 truth. He's no friend of any kind of like anti-New World Order, anti-establishment stuff. I mean, the guy's, he may as well be back in Biden at this point. Because certainly his his boss, uh, Chip Relay, you know, the guy who owns him like a, you know, his master, Chip Relay is backing Biden. I mean, you know, it's funny. They they call us fascists all day at Biden. But he's about to usher in. He's basically merging corporate corporations in the state together mm-hmm. and uh, you know i'm gonna use their interpretation of what they they say fascism is. that sounds pretty fascist to me if you know I biden can... i'm not gonna call him a total fascist but certainly there's elements there they're far more fascist than anything they could argue about trump right i, I mean okay. if, I could, if i could take a line from the princess bride uh and Mo- mandy potamkin's uh um <laughs> mandy potamkin's uh, uh character um <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> You keep saying that word, anti-Semite. I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> I love that movie. That's a great movie. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he, he just... <laughs> I, they, these people all hated Trump and this and that, and now, now they're ushering Biden in. Yeah. You know, and, which is great. I mean, you, you talk about a, a master of the, the military-industrial complex, the, the corptocracy of the Wall Street elite. And these people want to go back to the wars, everything. I mean, Spencer, Sunshine, for advocating anti-war positions, I doubt it. I mean, he, he just he just says that we're, uh, you know, oh, we're terrible because we disapprove of what an imperialistic government's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's funny. I, I, the language I use has more in common with, like, straight-up, like, classical Marxist than this guy does. Right. And he acts like he's, uh, you know, he, he he's in line with those people. No, he's not. He's basically uh, <laughs> defending the neoliberal establishment that wants to go around the world and engage in mercantilism and, you know, maintain its supply lines for the 1%. Mm-hmm. You know, he attacked, he attacked Occupy Wall Street, too, because of people like us being there. He said that, uh, you know, the problem with Occupy is there's all these anti-Semites everywhere and and, you know, you got these right-leaning people. You can't have those Ron Paul people. You, I should show you that article he wrote in 2014 when yeah. he listed all the groups of people that were a problem for Occupy. And he listed a bunch of us there, you know. And I, I got to say, it's just amazing how 
he's doing the bidding of the Bilderberg group and the CFR. And, you know, he acts like he's so anti-establishment mm-hmm. when he's an establishment hack. And, you know, he, he, the funny thing about him is, you know, he, he he's watching your show. He's, he's monitoring everybody, but that's okay. You should monitor what we're saying because we're exposing you. Hi, Hayden. And I got no problem saying that here. Hi, Spencer. Hi, Spencer. Yeah. I'm waving at him. Like, hi, Spencer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just, he just Sunshine, sounds like a jerk, like, all around jerk. I love in the article how he claimed well, he was going to get killed if he was at the Moore rally. Yeah, Nobody sure. was going to kill him. Nobody was going to touch him. He, that's a crock of crap. Like, who, who, like, who he, cares? Like, no one gives a shit about him. You should have seen the grin on his face when he was arguing with, I, I know you're not so favorite uh, individual, Joby. Ugh. But he was, our, you know, he went there. Jovi was calling him out. And there were a bunch of travelers there and mm-hmm. people. And Spencer's like, oh, my God, they're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. Nobody's going to kill him. Just like nobody hates him for being Jewish, okay? People think he's an asshole more than they do <clears throat> that he's a Jew. Nobody cares he's a Jew. Yeah. I mean, Louie, we're from New York. Yeah. <laughs> you know how many Jews are running around New York? Do you think I got time to... Be concerned out of a Jew in New York, dude. I go to they're, they're I kind go, of part of the landscape. At this yeah, point, pretty you know? much. So I, go, I go to I I buy my meat from a fucking Jewish butcher. Good cuts. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's, he's a mo- he's yeah, a mo- one of my favorite. He's a yeah mo- one of my favorite movies in the comedy world is uh, Big Daddy with Adam Sandler. Yeah, that's all about New York. Yeah. Like I was yeah. like, let me get this joke out. I like I get my meat out of the Jewish butcher. He's a moil on the side, you know. He he does. Uh, <laughs> he works for Uber uh, Quick Cuts. It's not an Uber. Uber. It's not an Uber. <laughs> oh man, I tell you that. Like I said, Spencer's a funny character. You know, you wrote that article. Yeah. You just can't. And the funny thing is, he's like one of those people who yeah. say, "Oh." You know, everybody's lying about me. It's amazing how many, so many people have a problem with this guy. Like, yeah, you know, people no. that don't really have much in common other than, you know, maybe they're differently politically aligned to different yeah. things. Well, but you get, you get people in 9-11 Truth who got a problem with him. Yeah. You get people on the right who got a problem with him. Apparently, he's got a problem with people on the left and the Green Party and the, like, actual legitimate progressive people. So, I mean, this guy has a problem with everybody. You know, maybe, maybe the problems with him, not not everyone else. Yeah. Everyone else seems to be doing good activism. You know, yeah, and he's in hiding. different ways. He's and he's against behind. all the good activists. Yeah, I mean, but he's all, but he's hiding behind this like uh, this Rachel Dull, this Rachel Dolezal facade of I'm Jewish. Like, shut up, dude! Stop, stop cultural appropriating. He's he's you're just a regular ass white guy. Just you're just a regular run of the bill. Fucking white guy. He that, says, yeah, he he claims his last name is uh, ultra Jewish or something. I I thought it was a, I don't know. I thought maybe his parents are doing like, you know, doing acid or something, and they're all blown out like hippies or something. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like Moonbeam or I, I I was unaware it was a Jewish last name. The only reason I know about this because I was listening to the phone conversation he and uh, Kevin Barrett had. That's all over YouTube. You know, and he's Actually, accusing Kevin Barrett of being an anti-Semite yeah. and not because he and, and basically he's supposed to know that his last name was Jewish. Yeah, I didn't know it was Jewish until he he made all these announcements. I wasn't even 
I didn't even know he was Jewish until thought, he started I, actually, I like thought, going crazy about I thought it. he was I thought he was Navajo. His real last name was Spencer Shitsonwoods. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if <laughs> I actually don't really know much about any of that. Like that that's him. Spencer yeah, he calls Spencer me all these crazy things, but you know, he, he's, a, he's a character. Like I said, he, he goes around accusing everybody of uh, being anti-Semitic on the left and right, and they all hate him for being Jewish. And everybody, everyone's engaged in a conspiracy against him. And the reality is, he maybe he's the one engaged in a conspiracy like, against no one, everyone else. Yeah, no one gives a it's shit. It's on him, not us. We're, I didn't even know who this jerk was until he started writing crap about me and others. Yeah. He, he he basically in you know in a way he invited me into his life yeah. by writing about me and then you know the guy I, I don't see him for like four years or whatever it was until like earlier last year it's the first time I meet the guy after all these years of him writing smear and slanderous uh, lies about me and he he don't even want to even know who I am in person he just yeah. wants to make up all this garbage mm-hmm. and you know I. I don't. I always tried to do my research on this guy based on the little, you know, secondhand information I had. But you would think if you're going to talk about somebody, you'd actually want to meet them in person and get to know what they're really about. No. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I know a lot about him based on the interviews I've seen him do on, you know, video and and the stuff he writes and the and the fact that he just attacks so many people in the same way. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know so much about him already. But you know. Yeah, he, he's not a pleasant human being. I mean, he's just a straight-up asshole. He's, yeah. he's a snobbish asshole to everybody. And he's not even a real New Yorker. He, he lives here <coughs> in New York, but he's eating, he wasn't born and raised in New York, so he, he don't really understand our way of thinking. No. He's, he's an immigrant in a foreign land, as far as I'm concerned. And, the pro, and that's the problem with him, because he comes from a foreign place of the United States, he doesn't understand how New Yorkers talk to each other yeah, and how they uh, take care of business. And yeah. so that he's just assuming everyone must be anti-Semitic and racist here because of the way they speak to each other. And, and the funny thing is, it's just the way their figure of speech is just the way of showing their affection. For exactly. Them. And he doesn't understand that because, you know, he's, he's not really like a people person no, guess, other than, you know, the weirdos that he hangs around with that write lies about everybody. Mm-hmm. But that's what we're dealing with with this clown. And, yeah, I will call him a clown. Hey, Joe Biden's allowed to call Trump a clown, so mm-hmm. I can call Spencer a clown. I'm, you know, why not? It's okay. Oh, well, that's a that, that's a, um, a anti-Semitic term because Oops. the Germ- the Germans used to paint up the Jews before they, you know, had them, like, throw pies in their face. And that was a... Oh, man. Yeah. That's how got they, me. They di- that's how they died. They used to drown Jews in lemon meringue pie by repeatedly <laughs> smacking them in the face with, like, shut up. Anti-Semitism. Yeah. I, I don't think you... It means what you think it means. No, I don't think a lot of things what he says means what he thinks it means, you know. I mean, the guy tried to get me kicked out of the event back in March. Yeah. What the you know regarding to the AAA thing, he was like he he actually I'm pretty sure I'm positive that he was the one he claims that I had a gun in my bag and yeah. he's telling people I have weapons so he could scare the hell out of all the you know the elder women that were there. Yeah, I mean this guy will make up anything, any kind of lie just to get what he, he wants. He has a gun. He has a gun, and they search your bag. 
There's no gun, and they and yeah, know, there's a bottle of water and uh, you know a brush for my long hair and uh, you know whatever. Yeah, I, I guess that, that's a, that's a weapon apparently. Whatever. Yeah. And he didn't like my sweatshirt because it had United Riot Records on it. Oh, big deal! My friend's record label. Mm. You know, it's like you, it's like him having one of Chip Relay's political research associates, like Massachusetts bound, uh, you know, whatever. And, Boy, you know, a hate group. Everything's a hate group. Everything, everything's a hate group. Except meanwhile, all the, all the hate's coming from these people. They hate all of us for yeah. whatever reason because they have these weird assumptions. Yeah, whatever. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Mentally ill assumptions about people. Well, you know, hey, like I said, he's a, he's a fan of the show. I'm glad yeah. he I'm glad he's paying attention. You know, yes, I'd like to thank I'm glad he's you. writing about you. You know, in the article, he just he, he forgot to mention your name though. No, like, yeah, you know, give you credit for yeah. your show. Yeah, yeah. At least give credit for the show, yeah, so but people gave... know where to go to listen to our uh, our fun discussions. You know, he gave. The yeah, day, and I, I love all the time. stuff Antifa's been putting out on me recently. I, you know, I appreciate the uh, the promotion and advertisement. I I know that they're trying real hard to have the FBI look at me because I was in D.C. Mm-hmm. But you know what the funny thing is? Mm-hmm. Antifa, I used to say this a long time ago. I said Antifa are a bunch of rats to the FBI. And they always deny that they were, you know, CIs. They're like, oh, that's crazy. They accuse me of being a person that runs with the cops all the time. And I didn't really ever do that, period. Mm-hmm. You know, I spoke to cops in the street because of there, but I never ran to the cops about nothing, really. Now, the thing is, these people are now actually acting as uh, FBI informants. They're telling people, they're, they're trying to dox people that were down in D.C., and they're telling people, and people in the comments are saying, send tips to the FBI. They're actually confidential informants for the FBI. They're openly, yeah. actually, they're not even confidential at this point. They're, act, they're actively open to FBI informants. That's what Antifa is. It's, it's just, a, it's a, it's a psyop. It's a, it's. It's a lie, and these people are are, are, are used as shock troops for the established uh, system that the New World Order put together. And, F, and and Spencer and crew are they are the premier FBI uh, informants right now. Mm-hmm. What they're doing to try to put people in prison for what being at the Capitol? Yeah. Well, I I, I thought people were allowed to express their uh, you weren't supposed their, their concerns. Like okay, well let's let's really talk about let's like really get to uh, this now. Um, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah I just had to, yeah. I just had to say hello to our friend. You know? Yes, I do that sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah let's let's, like, let's get into this. Uh, so uh, January sixth, uh, yes, the shit show, as uh, yeah. I like to affectionately yeah. call it. Yeah, it truly was. Uh, you had people storming the ca- storming the Capitol, which I like. What was the fucking plan? No one had a fucking plan. <laughs> Like, hey guys, what well, are we gonna somebody do? Somebody had a plan. We'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, like it's like okay, so what we're gonna do when we get in there, and okay, nothing. All right, that you know, do- dodging fucking uh, uh, smoke grenades and 
flashbangs and two people caught a heart attack. One lady got crushed. A per- poor person put another young lady got shot to death. Uh, I, I mean, what like it, it's like all that and we got nothing. Yeah, well, there was something out of it that we got, but uh, we can get into that later. Yeah. Um, so, should I tell you, uh, how, how should we do this? Uh, should I, do you want to talk about the story of what your experience showing up there? Is I well, can yeah. do the same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, um, so. And then we'll I, get into some of the nitty gritty uh, overviews of uh, some of our observations afterwards. Yeah. I, I, I got in like at 1230, got off the bus. Right. Um, I was kind of, yeah, yeah. I'll I, let you speak. I'm sorry. I was, I was, I was there to, to get, to get, get some, get some commie scalps as it were. <laughs> Just but, like moldy locks. <laughs> and, um, apparently sure, they were all, they were all gone by then. Uh, so there was no, no, no commie scalps to be hired. So oh, that, yeah. that was kind of sad. Um, so, you know, I met up with you guys, uh, uh, at um, at Ollie's Trolley. Ollie's Trolley, uh, great place by the way. Yeah, I great mean, business down there that those guys do for everybody in DC. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, I was going through it. Everyone was marching around the Capitol. Uh, it, the and I loved the energy. Uh, the beginning of the energy. Yeah, everyone's there. It's like yeah. Trump 2020, blah, blah, blah. We're going to take back our country. It was like a love fest. It, it was, was at first, yeah. It, it, it first. appeared to be like a love fest. Everybody was high hopes, yeah. high energy. Like every, every, You're feeling good, I'm sure. Yeah. Just being out there, yeah. seeing that with your own eyes. Yeah, you know, everyone's giving each other like, hey, what's up? I acknowledge you. You're, you're a brother. Boom, boom, boom. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? All right. There was no racism there. No, there wasn't. Everybody was like, peaceful and you know pro you yeah, as yeah. a person as an individual yeah yeah so, so i yeah, was I, just... I like i kept my head on a swivel because i was expecting fights nothing happened and and i was like that this is fucking disappointing like i'm glad but this is fucking disappointing at the same point because i felt useless like here i am i'm wearing these heavy ass fucking tactical boots ready to like throw down and shit got these special gloves on so that way my knuckles don't get like too bruised the fuck up but nah yeah like phew. But, you know, so I met you guys at Ollie's Trolley because, you know, apparently, apparently Trump supporters were tearing up the city by spending money at local businesses. That's how that we, amazing. That's how we fucking riot is we 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 go into a town and we spend money at local businesses to the point where it's where their their restaurants are packed and they're stressed out by the uh, by the amount of burgers they had to fucking sell. Yeah, those were good burgers, man. They had some good fries, good burgers. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a good place. I, you know, I hope they get that uh, milkshake machine fixed. Because <laughs> I, I mean, with the way that the economy's been, I, I can't imagine people making too much money in these times. So it's probably hard to maintain your business. I mean, just around here, I see a lot of buildings all boarded up and businesses that used to be there. It's it's looking really bad. But uh, I mean, you know, it was, side note, like honestly, but, the yeah. streets the streets were clean. Especially with all the amount of people there, the streets were clean. I mean, the food trucks were fucking pat, like they were lying to the food trucks. So the people were making money hand over fist for for this destructive 
force that came into fucking DC. And uh, because, I mean, there was this video from Now This, uh, <laughs> and they were saying, they're destroying our city. Uh, like, I'm like, I'm there. I'm like, where was the fucking destruction? People were paying for fucking parking for fuck's sake. There were people fucking buying every. They were pa- buying money. In fact, yeah, in fact, they, exactly. They, in fact, while I was at the Capitol on the steps, there was this Romanian old lady bashing me in the back of the lake with her fucking cart. <laughs> and apparently, she was she was she was stuck there until the seventh because she didn't have a place to stay. Oh wow! And someone took her in. Well, someone, that's a positive story. Someone made arrangements to take her in until her flight. That's really good. I'm glad you see a lot of those guys. They look out for each other. They help each other out there. I mean, it's you know? like it's like what the what in the actual fuck? It's like okay, but we're the bad guys. We're the ones that are causing destruction. Okay. I mean, at at the very least, yeah, it, it was stupid. I, I I I see that now. It was dumb to do this, but well, at least at least know, when we, we at least when we go the fuck shit up, we go after the seeds of power. Well, you, you know what's funny? You, you know, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna piggyback on your point a little go bit ahead. here. Do a little analysis uh, mm-hmm. between let's just say Patriot Riot and uh, Antifa Riot, or right. BLM and Antifa right, 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 Riot, right, right. right. So when you have the Antifa BLM riots, mm-hmm. what they do is they leave uh, they leave the government institutions alone. Although sometimes they go after police stations with the intent to burn them down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they usually burn down all the small businesses in town. I mean, you look at DC in 2017 with the inauguration, Donald Trump. They went and smashed all these windows out, which you know glass falling on people, children terrified beyond belief. Uh, everyone terrified. They're very dangerous on the street. Um, and they're they're just attacking the public, and they're attacking, you know, private businesses. And I'm not talking massive multinational corporations. I'm talking mom and pop shops. Yeah, yeah. You know, people that can't recover. So yeah. that's the type of people who get targeted. Yeah. They attack the public. They hurt, you know, everybody, um, and they leave the city a complete wreck and on fire. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you, that's usually what we get with that group of people who the media says are courageous and not terrorists and uh, the voice of the unheard, who have all their access to social media. Now, it comes to the Patriots. um, When they show up to town, they bring wads of cash, give the cash to the local businesses. Yeah, yeah. um, They clean the place up usually, (laughs) if not always, and they go after the source of the the problem, which Mm. in this case was the capital at that time. And... You know, and you know, in this case, it, this was actually an ex- This is an exception to the rule, because it's not typically known to see people on the right go and smash things up. Yeah. But um, there were people that showed up to the Capitol, and they, you know, they broke some windows and other stuff around it. And that was re- actually, I think, the primarily aside from media cameras, which I, I'll get into that story. Uh, the Capitol had some broken stuff and media cameras and everything else in the city was left intact. In fact, the city financially was in better shape that day because of the amount of money was spent in local businesses. And for the most part, the streets were probably a lot cleaner than they would be in general. Yeah. I so mean, I know that's I see- the difference between the Patriot side yeah. when they write and uh, the Antifa side. And, you know, the Patriots were, you know, 
they were at the Capitol. Yeah, they, it was crazy. I mean, I'll get into my uh, my experience of the story in a little bit. Um, in fact, but, I'd like to give a big shout out to the brothers at Jersey Mike's over there at uh, Union Station. That sandwich was delicious. There you go. That sandwich was fucking delicious. That was that was the last sandwich I had uh, on the bus. I took it with me on the bus on the way home. It was it was it was it was phenomenal, phenomenal. That's good. Yeah. That's real good. Mm-hmm. So you were uh, you you marched up to the Capitol on the mm-hmm. street. You saw that higher energy. So you, I was with you, but I, you know you and me got separated. Yeah. Now I don't know what your experience was after I got separated from you, and I'll, I'll get into my it, story. It was, it was getting sketchy. It was getting sketchy. It, it was really getting sketchy. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I will. Well, well, what I'm saying is, you, you know, you, you should tell me your side of the story about like where when you and I got separated. You yeah. were a sea of people, and so was I. Yeah. So what happened to you after you uh, you and I separated? What, uh, what did you end up doing with you? Dude, I I stood there for another half hour. Uh, the the people weren't moving. People were just crushing. Um, and they really were. Yeah, they it were really crushing. crushing. I was getting my leg back in my leg bashed by this old la- Romanian lady. Who I th- yeah, yeah. Who I thought was Spanish, by the way. So I kept talking to her in Spanish to tell her to calm the fuck down. She probably didn't know what you were saying. She didn't know what the fuck I was saying until somebody <laughs> so- told me, oh, she's from Romania. I'm like, she's Romanian? I'm like, yeah. Then why the fuck are you letting me talk to her in Spanish? She's like, that's what I was trying to figure out. I'm like, oh, God, I hate these men. <laughs> I hate these motherfucking masks. Everyone looks Hispanic to me. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> like I went like before I even got got on the bus in Manhattan. I went up to to these construction workers to find out find an ATM, and I talked. I asked them in Spanish. They looked at me like I was some form of asshole. I'm like, oh wait, sorry, I thought you were Hispanic. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I've been doing this shit all day talking to everyone in Spanish, thinking they're Hispanic because they got the fucking mask on. Um, but go. so, you know, so back, back to back in Washington, meanwhile, at the hall of injustice, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. We got, oh shit. We got someone, uh, oh, we got someone watching on D live. Hey, uh, they're, they're posting Turkey, the Turkish flag, um, cock, 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 Adam. Okay. Cock, Adam 26. How you doing? I. So, so yeah, we we're at the we're at the what you call it? We're at the fucking um. I mean, I'm at the I'm at the steps. You you're already at this time. You're probably already at the top. I'm trying. Oh to, no! It took me a while to get up there. I'll get into that story. Yeah. So I'm like, but I that's why I'm asking you what happened on yeah, your end. Yeah. I really don't know where you ended up going. <laughs> so like, I'm watching. I'm watching these people like freaking climb the climb the fucking scaffolding and shit. And yeah. I mean, there was so many people that got on there. I was getting nervous because I'm like, "Yo, that's sketchy <laughs> as fuck." Like, I don't yeah. think how many, how much, how many people can that shit support? So I'm like, "Yo, well, we gotta let's just move to the side if, if, if this shit collapses." It's like the Titanic. Yeah. Know, so I was like, back. and and people kept stomping on this shit. I'm like, you know, these, these like, I mean, look, I love these guys. I don't know them. I love them, but they're, they're fucking idiots right now. This is sketchy as fuck. Um, yeah, right. 
So, you know, I'm like watching, moving to the side, more and more to the side, like watching, watching it, watching it uh, ebb and flow, see where it's going to fall. So that way I could dodge it and shit and <laughs> get away from the falling bodies. Like, you know, you know, you learn a lot from after 9-11. So, yeah, well, that uh, too and Happy Gilmore. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that thing collapsed. Yeah. It's like shit. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, I believe that belongs to Mr. Gilmore. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so you were out there moving around. You, see, yeah. you you were sketched about that. Yeah, I was. Sketched. Um, did you get around the other side of the building at all? Or uh, no, no, did... until until like after I met up with a uh, uh, Kristen, a uh, uh, Kristen, uh, Kristen T. Harris. Yeah, Kristen T. Harris. Shout club. out to the Rundown Live. Shout out to the Run. Shout out. Shout out to Rundown Live. Um. You know, uh, <clears throat> so, you know, but I, I said, fuck it, I'm hungry. So I decided to check out what's going on in Ali Trolley to get something, some grub, get my grub on. And oh, so you did make it over there and got something to eat then? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. It was still, oh, too, you didn't? It was still too fucking crowded. And I'm like, nah, I don't feel Oh, yeah, no, that, that, I'm telling you, that line was huge. It was fucking. It taking an hour to get you it food. Was, it was fucking crazy. I was like, nah. So like I'm, going to a Chick Fil A or something. Yeah. So then I ended up calling you guys. Like, where, where are you guys at? And um, right, got, got in contact with uh, Rob Eric. Yes. And then I ran into ran into Kristen and the guys. And then that's when we all decided to meet out back, and that's when we heard that someone got shot. Right. And uh, the heart attacks. And you know, and then that's when I saw the pile of of a uh, burnt, uh, kick the kick the shit uh, CNN cameras. Uh, oh, kiss, yeah. my, kiss my ass! Yeah, you saw a huge massive pile there. Yeah. I think that was later on in the day. It was like it was getting dark by that time. Yeah, yeah, it was already getting dark. So okay, so yeah, I eventually ran into you again. Yeah, yeah. After that, yeah. So um, back to you in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. So I guess that's where we met up, and um, well, you know, we had fun with the black Israelites. Oh yeah! In fact, <laughs> let me let me play that video. I got the. Video. I have that video up on my channel. Yeah, along me, with a lot of other things. Yeah, too. I got the video right here. Let me play it. So yeah, uh, I I asked the questions to the black Israelites, and this is a thirty-six second um, video that you shot. Yeah. Uh, do you want us You can ask. Judah, as a member of Ephraim, why have you become just as corrupt, just as homosexual as Esau? Look the way. Nothing? Well, there you go. I answered your question. That's it. So yeah, there you go. Nothing. So for those, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they. For those of you that don't understand, um, Esau is basically the granddaddy of white people, and they like to talk shit about white people. And like I said, as a Puerto Rican, I am of a, a member of the tribe of Esau. I mean, of Ephraim. Um, and they said, you know, because they believe that a lot of the indigenous peoples of the Americas are of the 12 tribes of, of Israel. So, of course, black people being of the um, the ruling class of Judah, 
And, uh, you know, so I asked them why they why they become so as corrupt and as as gay as white people, essentially, is what mm. I'm asking them. And they didn't have right. an answer. So anyways, enough yeah. about me. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> enough about me. So what, what did you uh, so how what how did you fare getting your, your shimmering ass up there? Oh, that was fun. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess I'll, uh, I'll give I'll give the early part of the story, basically yeah. how I, you know, what my day started out as. Mm-hmm. Since we know where you connected with me, so I'll tell the, I'll, I'll put the missing piece in the puzzle, so yeah. to speak. So, you know, I got in D.C. I went to the Washington Monument. Massive rally there. Massive amount of people out in the crowd waiting to hear Trump speak. And, you know, eventually... Uh, Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. In the U.S. Army, you can make a choice to make your mark. With over 200 fields to choose from, you can join forces with us and take on anything. Visit GoArmy.com to answer, what's your warrior? Trump did give a speech. And I noticed everyone was taking a trip over to the Capitol. And at that time, uh, I was by myself. I came in with uh, a bunch of guys, you know, some We Are Change New York City guys, um, Chris Dunn, T. Harris, uh, mm-hmm. with the Rundown Live, uh, and, the, you know, Allen, uh, Chase Allen of the Allen Report, and a couple other live streamers uh, that were out there. Uh, Will Turbin, I believe his name is. He, he does uh, uh, Auditing America. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I went out, you know, we all went out there and, you know, everybody was waiting to hear Trump's speech. But, you know, for some reason, a lot of people just started going to the Capitol before he finished his speech. And at that point, I was by myself. I met up with those guys that I had mentioned. Uh, and then we went to Ollie's Trolley's. Or, yeah, that's it. We went to get food. Mm-hmm. I figured we were going to miss everything at the Capitol, you know. And I'm online at the place. Mm-hmm. I talked to you by then, too, to yeah. let you know where we were at. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm online waiting to order. And some kids that were there were saying, oh, they stormed the Capitol. They breached the fence. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I didn't expect any of that. Yeah. I mean, there was such fantastic energy in the crowd. Everyone was cheering and everything. I just figured it was going to be a regular uh, Trump rally like we've had the last few times. Yeah, yeah. But I heard that they were, you know, stormed the Capitol. I'm like, I just assumed there was probably like five or ten guys that walked in there and they all got, you know, the cops kicked them out and everyone else was just sitting outside. I'm thinking to myself, man, I missed all that. I wish I could have got that on video. So, I, you know, I mean, you finish. I get outside. I still see people from the Washington Monument marching down the street all the way to the Capitol. And I feel like I was sitting in this place for like an hour. And there, there were people marching when, before I even went and got food. I mean, that's the kind of big crowd we're talking about. We, there were so many people that they were still marching. So, you know, I start following the, you know, I see this huge, like, 30-foot American flag these people are holding. They're dragging it down the street, you know, in the air. They're walking. So I start walking with everybody. I'm with you at that point. We're walking and marching down to the Capitol. And, you know, we, we get near the parking lot by the Capitol, and, you know, it, was, it starts piling up with people. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people stand. you know, they're, they're, like, standing in trees. There are people on huge pillars. And it looked like a historical event, 
you know, to put a, you know, yeah. with people on top of all sorts of like structures and stuff. Like it was starting to look like a wild concert with the amount of people hanging on stuff. Dude, it was and the, the further we get closer to the Capitol, the, the, the higher density of people that are in the crowd, they get to the point where we got zigzags all around, you know, cause we could barely walk in there. And eventually, uh, I find this, uh, location with all you remember those stacked up uh chairs yeah they were ready to fall <laughs> yeah 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 that was sketch like that that whole time like one the closer we got to the fucking capital the more sketched out shit got it really got kind of like it got a little hairy after it was like it was so, like i was like sketched the fuck out i was like what the fuck like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> <laughs> now I wish I did my homework before I got to the Capitol because I didn't know how to, I didn't know the terrain layout. So of course I ended up going in the spot, which goes right in the middle of the guess the front of the building or the back. I don't know which side we were on. We were on one side of the building where it was almost like a, what like a cul-de-sac. It was like an inward of a cave or something. I'm not even sure how to really describe it, but mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, you and I are, you know, we're we're jumping over like walls. You know, we try to get down into this uh, spot where this huge crowd is. And yeah. At that point, we're in a sea of people. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out how to, you know, where I got to go to get on top of the Capitol because I'm like thinking to myself, this is ep- this should be an epic picture of video footage to get. I want to get to the top of this thing. Yeah. Because this is wild. So I, I'm keep, I'm pushing my way through, mm-hmm. and it's getting to the point where it's like it, the density of people is extremely heavy. To the point where we're crushing each other. I mean, a whole, it, it would have been hard to push somebody and have the entire group fall like dominoes. That's how many people were lined up against each other. Yeah. And I'm trying to push my way to get to the stairs. I see some people coming down. They they had some. Uh, it looks like some pepper spray or tear gas was launched on them. I'm I'm sensing it in the air. I you know I'm breathing that stuff in. It's hitting my eyes at times. So I'm like, wow, this is like potent. I was getting concerned. I didn't know what to expect when I got up there. I thought we were all gonna be kicked out of there, but I figure I'll try to get as far up there as I possibly can. So it gets to the point where I have to walk my way up a stairwell with a ton of people in it, and I just gotta slowly wait. And towards the end of the stairwell, yeah, hold on, let me let right got this. at a dead end. Yeah. Now, all these people start climbing the wall. Yeah, I'm gonna to like get up on the ledge, and it got to the point where I there was no way for me to go back because it was just too many people. I, there was yeah. no way to get back. The only way out of where I was, I had to climb a wall. Yeah, and I had to have people help me scale the wall because it, you know it's, it's pretty, you know it's pretty tall. And I just mm-hmm. I'm just not used to that these days. I gotta get I gotta get in a position where I can just lift myself off the wall. Yeah. Like uh, Batman or something, but the thing is, people helped me get up there, and I got I got a ton of pictures, ton of video footage of yeah. that experience where I'm I'm climbing up this wall, you know. Well, I, I don't have footage of me climbing that part of the wall, but I have footage of you know being on top of the wall. Yeah, on top I'm, of the I'm actually man. It was like Woodstock. I'm actually so playing, many people. Yeah, I'm actually playing uh, the video you have of getting close uh, climbing and shit. And you got some good shots, man. It's like like people could see how sketched out. Like look at the look at the scaffolding in the background. If those watching, uh, it's just crazy. It was just sketchy as fuck. I was like, I, I know there's people everywhere, yeah, man. I mean, waving that, flags and yeah. banners and 
bullhorning. Yeah, it was like the, it was like a it was like woods. What I would imagine Woodstock to be. People yeah. on the scaffolding. People lined up on the wall. Mm-hmm. People climbing the wall. Yeah, I mean, you had like people trying. It was crazy because they were trying to climb the the, the even taller wall. So people would go up on this little square, and then they would have to position themselves to try to get up on the second like floor of that wall. Like you could see in some of the video footage I have, it, I mean, it, it, and you know, people would help them up and they would get up and people would cheer. <clears throat> the energy was high. And, and then, you know, the people that got up there would shake their arms around like they made it. Like it reminded me of the movie, uh, airheads from, uh, you know, Adam Sandler and, uh, forget the other two actors, but that, that's a Brent, funny movie. Brent, Brendan Fraser and... Uh, yeah, Brendan Fraser was the other one. And uh, who's the other? Uh, I can't remember his name, and he's a well-known actor, too. It's scary that I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, but he's a funny guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, what's his name? Steve Buscemi. Yes, that's it. Yes, that's exactly. Yeah, it's a, it, it kind of reminded me of like something like that, where it was, it was wild like that. So, and think about it. it was, it's not just like... <laughs> crazy characters climbing the wall. I mean, these, these, some of these guys are boomers. Like they look like, like someone's grandfather, somebody's father, like clean oh, yeah. cut kind of people going to church. I oh, mean, yeah, no, everybody no, the, was yeah, like, this, yeah, the, the, this is part of the video. There's this old man being lifted up <laughs> right now. They're yeah. like helping this old ass at, like, Oh man, why don't you go home? Like, honestly, you shouldn't be here. What are you doing? This old dude, <laughs> this old dude is like, we're going to get it these. was nuts. We gotta get these n words out of this goddamn fucking place, sons of bitches. I'm, I'm trying to keep my AARP benefits, you motherfuckers. <laughs> so yeah. as you can see in that footage, Louis, there's like old men on the pillow. You got women climbing up. Oh, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it is intense. Like I'm like, whoa! Look at all these people yeah. trying to do this. These are like not your average like kind of people that I would expect to be doing this. So. I'm seeing all these guys up there. I mean, it gets kind of gets sketchy when I'm up there because then I have to start walking up the uh, the side of the uh, the guardrail like it's a tightrope. I mean, it, it's kind of big, but it's also curved. So you know, you got to stay in the middle basically, or you're gonna fall back one way or another. So yeah, that was a pretty sketchy situation having to walk up that thing, hold on people's backpacks, so I wouldn't fall off and like kill myself. Yeah, yeah. There, I could have possibly fell. It was definitely uh, not not the most safe safest thing to do. I had to go do that too, and you know, eventually uh, I did. You know, manage to make it up the uh, pillar, and which I got more footage of that, mm. and a lot more footage. And there's some people that told me that you know they they were shooting rubber bullets. Uh, perhaps at that point, maybe the woman got killed up there. I think that somebody mentioned that they, uh, you know, a woman got killed. Yeah. I didn't even really know that she got killed. Or I mean, actually, I think they told me that she got hit. I didn't know she was dead until a long time after the fact. Yeah, yeah, no. But, I, re- yeah, I remember I'm, when we found out is like someone got shot, and then at first it was like she's sixteen. It was like what? The we thought fuck? she was a sixteen-year-old girl. That, yeah. that you know that that was not correct. It was actually somebody. I don't know how old she was, but she was. I think she was a veteran in the Air Force. Yeah, fourteen-year-old veteran. Yeah, after, what fifteen years or so? Fourteen. Four, eh, close enough. <laughs> I rounded it off, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm walking up this thing, and I'm like, there's so many people in there. It's really difficult to 
I, I because I didn't even know where I was trying to go. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get to the top because I really wanted to get a picture of all those people out there because that was a massive crowd. That's probably the biggest crowd I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Okay. I got I got so, you trying to climb now. Yeah. So you know I'm climbing up all this crazy stuff here, and you know I'm trying to get up there. And I, I got to figure out how to get to the top of that at that point because it's still like there, there's no clear entrance way of where I got to go. Yeah. So eventually I, I start making my way up. It looks like there's a bunch of uh, I think there was a platform set up for people to stand on. Like I'm not sure what it was a lot of wood on there. I didn't realize that they had all this platforming established Mm -hmm. so trying to go up this thing it wasn't like stairs they were actually yeah it it was crazy eventually i found a stairwell and i did walk it up it and i got i got a fantastic photo from that spot with the massive crowd behind me that i have and you know i kind of i worked my way up i gotta tell you there during the whole time that i was doing all this I just constantly kept breathing tear gas, pepper spray, whatever the heck else was in the air. And it was just very irritable. Yeah. Just constantly breathing that in. And, you know, it doesn't help my asthma, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. No, it, that stuff was nasty. And I just, it just, got, it, you know, the wind kept blowing it around. Even, even, the stuff was even on the walls around us where if you touched it, you even, you'd even get it on you. It was really nasty stuff. And, you know, people were very upset, you know, with all that stuff in the air. So that definitely was uh, adding to people's emotions, you know, constantly mm-hmm. breathing that in. Eventually it irritates you enough where you just start getting angry. And I think it was partially happening to me where I was getting more and more, like, intensely, uh, you know, angry about it or whatever. But, you know, I eventually I find my way up there. And that's around the time where I start seeing riot cops out there in a line with a bunch of people that were, you know, between them and the cops. I'm like, this could get really uh, dangerous. Like I thought they were going to push us off the balcony at some point. (laughs) I just didn't know what to expect because I didn't know when they were going to make the order to charge. But there was a massive row of police with riot shields and and body armor. And I'm just walking around and, you know, eventually I'm trying to find out if I can get close enough to where the door was because I want to get as close to the door as possible to document what's going on there in case, you know, whether there's police brutality happening or people are fighting or, or what's going on. I don't I didn't really know what to expect, but I figure I'd try to get as close to the building at that point as I possibly could. Right. And, you know, eventually I run into uh, Chase Allen in the Allen Report, and he sh- kind of shows me the way towards the door. Um, you know, I, I'm taking pictures of riot police like two feet away from me. I, I'm getting footage. It looks like, you know, they, there are definitely moments where people got pepper sprayed. Right. But uh, eventually I make my way towards the door from what I remember. And you know what's really weird? I found a glass bottle on the ground standing, you know, next to where I was. And I don't know how. It looked like a Jack Daniels bottle. Thing. Yeah glass bottle i don't know why that was there or how that got there considering the circumstances but it's quite possible it was put there so somebody could smash the windows Mm. up i'm not really sure why it was there but you know that's that's my uh what i theorize about that thing being there for because there's no other reason it should have been there i don't think drunks or uh you know homeless people (laughs) are sleeping on the steps of the capitol 
I could be wrong, but yeah, that was you know. that wasn't actually Nancy Pelosi's. Yeah, yeah, you never know. But whatever it was, it was there, yeah. and I got video of that. Uh, you know, so yeah, I get up, I get up there, and oh, I'm so, close to the, I guess, the side just, entrance door at that point. Someone just messaged me; they're gonna take me to Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. Someone's gonna take me to Jersey Mike's. Is that a, is that a food joint? Yeah, that is. That is. That's where I got this, the, the the most delicious sandwich. One of the most delicious. Oh, there you sandwich. go. Mm, nice. Mm, like, I like. That. Excellent. I like scamages. That's pretty good. Scamages. Jersey Mike's. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Jersey Mike's. <laughs> I like Jersey yep. Mike's for my n words. Wait, what? <laughs> he's yep, anti. So. He's anti-Semitic. <laughs> Motherfucker. Well, we know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I get up there. At that point, I'm like at the door. I'm like, I better take a picture because we get thrown out of here real quick. So I, I, I don't go in the door, but I'm like at the near side door, and I see somebody with a bullhorn. And I'm like, I wish I brought my bullhorn. I'm right. like, I ask him if I could borrow it, and then I start. Yeah, at that point I was so irritated I started yelling through the bullhorn, giving a speech. So you know, basically standing up uh, against the uh, the chai comms. It was a, I was saying uh, you know calling out the uh, Congress and senators that are operatives. That you know the uh, com- it was a Chinese Communist Party. I said it was a lot of BS. There's a lot of a uh, lot of uh, R-rated language in my uh, speech, so to speak. Yeah, who cares? That uh, I gave. Oh, I understand. I can't. I, it was so. I was so uh, angry about the situation at that point. I, just, I was just calling them out. I said this is bullshit. I said you people stole the election from us. I, I mean, you turned the whole country into New York City. I said New York City's dead, and you turned the country this way. And I was, I was criticizing the cops too for being oath breakers. I, I have a saying. I, I gave them oath breaking uh, paycheck takers. That's what I call these cops. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you got good cops, oath keepers. I respect all them. But when yeah. it comes to oath breakers, I just, I, they irritate me more than anything. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's they're the They're sitting one there protecting thing, criminals. I mean, that's the one point that was kept getting brought up during that day, that the police lost everyone's fucking support. Now they oh, have, yeah, they, they did. They have no one to support them now. Now what the no, fuck No, they really they don't. Do? And like, especially that day, they people, well, yeah, I'm going to get into some of that, too. Um, but yeah, no, basically, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I got there. I was, I was, I was giving a fiery speech and then all of a sudden there's people smashing windows all around me and, you know, I, I'm giving that speech mm-hmm. and eventually riot police bum rush us out of there. And at that, at that point, I give them a megaphone back to the person who had it. And, uh, you know, we, I, I figured I better back up because they're getting ready in formation. Cause I think they're going to charge the line of people. So I'm like, I got to be careful at that point because, you know, things are getting really hairy. So at, at that point, the cops are all there lined up. And crazy enough, uh, a group of people on the Patriot line, they start charging the riot police and getting them brawl with them. And, you know, they're hitting each other with riot shields and, like, you know, police are hitting each other. They, I see, you know, uh, tear gas bombs going off in the background. And, of course, the wind's pushing it towards us. And, you know, they're fighting with the cops who's ever there. And the cops are fighting with them. And then they're pushing us all back. And, they, you know, they're shooting um, tear gas uh, grenades up in the air. 
towards us trying to move the crowd out. They're firing automatic weapons, it sounds like, with, uh, you know, rubber bullets. So people are getting hit. And, you know, the funny thing is I'm I'm talking to, you know, basically I have it on video too. The the people there told me that they were getting hit in the head with uh, whatever their arsenal was by the cops. It looked like the cops were aiming for people's heads oh, with wow. their rubber bullets and they were also uh, concussion grenades went off at somebody's head. Yeah. That's what he was telling me. So a lot of headshot related injuries. Uh, like the woman who died. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I was hit with a, a, a shot to the neck. Um, I actually saw footage that a Chris T. Harris had where he it, it's pretty gruesome. Some kid had their lip shot off their, their jaw, like their, half their lip was hanging off their jaw mm. because they got hit in the uh, face with a rubber bullet, I guess. And he needed medical attention immediately. And the cops told him he had to walk off the property. And the guy couldn't even walk. He was so hurt. And the people had to help drag him off the property. The cops were pushing people off pillars. Uh, from what I heard, a guy fell off uh, the side of a wall or something, and he fell to his death. Uh, they, some woman got trampled to death. Yeah. Uh, I heard elder people. Like you were saying earlier, they, they died of a heart attack, and I think a lot of that had to do with the uh, the agents that were in the air, you know, from the, the thick, uh, you know, was it the tear gas, a mixture of tear gas and pepper spray. I myself, at one moment, I had a, uh, a tear gas grenade go off right above my head, which uh, there's actual footage in my YouTube uh, video of the sparks flying and everything over my head. Mm-hmm. It's pretty insane. I, I, you'd have to find that footage if you did one. Oh, yeah, no, I, I think in it's fact, the, that's, I, I actually saw a lot of those sparks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, because I was, I was already, like, far enough away, and I see I see this going on. I'm like, damn, they, they're just setting off flash grenades, flash grenades, flash grenades. Like, the club, because at that point, um, uh, Mayor Bowser enacted a curfew. Yeah, I, that's the other thing. When I was climbing up the walls, I got a text message. Yeah. With the alert that said a uh, uh, curfew was imposed at six o'clock. Yeah. I'm like, you got to be kidding me! How how are these people going to get out of here by six? I'm like, what did she set this up for so that the people leave and then Antifa come out of the, like you know darkness and start attacking the people leaving with the BLM people? Which they like, didn't show. Yeah, that, that's going to work. And I'm sure that they you know the cops are just sat, sit back and let it happen, or they get in the way of the patriots like they do every other time. That you know the Proud Boys or other groups tried to go and stop Antifa and hunt them down the way mm-hmm. the Antifa's been doing that to us for all these years. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at this time the crowd's getting pushed back, and I mean really aggressively pushed back. They're uh, yeah, cops are like put you know 
I dare say they're practically hitting people with their batons. They're getting shot at with uh, rubber bullets and, you know, the, the, the grenades that were going off with the tear gas. Uh, that stuff was harsh, man. You, you know, you, they're pushing us back. And I got to tell you, there was a woman who was dressed with a red hat. She looked like, uh, you know, regular, uh, she looked like someone's mother. You know, dressed in a fairly clean-cut, like, outfit. Like, you would expect, like, uh, you know, somebody who's pretty mainstream in the Republican Party. And she's screaming, fuck the police, like it's NWA. And, every, and that's the sense. And there were people actually ripping up the uh, Blue Lives Matter flag, you know, the blue strip, and, and throwing off the side. They were The people were so upset with the cops. They were angry with the cops. Oh, yeah. They, they were like, we support you, and you're not supporting us. And people felt very extremely betrayed because the, the thing is this. this is what the, There's context to this. Everyone's freaking out about the Patriots doing A, B, and C at the Capitol. And maybe some of that stuff was overboard <laughs> because there definitely was some overboard stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. there's plenty of video footage has surfaced on that front. But you got to look at what happened last year and even really what's been happening in general. For years, Antifa BLM were allowed to go out and attack people, destroy businesses, kill people. Nothing was done about it. Nothing would ever happen. In fact, the police would go around babysitting them like they're their babysitters. They oh, just yeah. follow them around while they just do whatever they want. Yeah, Nothing yeah. would be done. And then all of a sudden, you know, patriots are, you know, doing patriot things. And, you know, the police are actually going out there and doing what you and I are, have been used to seeing in the good old days when cops would do this type of stuff. They, they, it's like, you know, they're enacting a curfew because of us. They're actually enforcing laws because of us. But with the other side, they don't do any of that. I just found that to be remarkable. And I, a lot of the Patriots are very, uh, you know, people on that side, they're very shocked that the cops would do this to them considering they didn't do anything to Antifa or BLM practically the whole time. And but that's the so and, it's like, and the that's funny the crazy thing, part. Yeah, and the funny thing is the narrative that they're spinning now which uh if I could get into this like the reason why I was kicked off of um Twitter off of uh, off of Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Twitter. Um, yeah. It's uh because of this. In fact, I'm going to read what I wrote um like why how I got kicked off a of twatter. Yeah. Um I was like, I think it's fucking insulting as a person of color that the media is again using the tired narrative that the hashtag stop the steal protest was racist. The fact of the matter, no matter what your criticism of how Trump handled COVID-19, the Dems haven't handled it much better. Bottom line, Trump tried to stop it, but everyone still called him a racist and no ma- and no one fully e- even understood the virus but uh look at what they've done now the lockdowns people can't work except a privileged few that can still that are still allowed to do business you have uh, given us nothing to lose do you know how lo- how insulting it is that you give us a measly $600, yet you give millions and billions to foreign nations while you can't even help your own citizens. Here, Yes, we are going to fight. 
At this point, it is not about Trump. It's about our freedom to survive and feed ourselves. Yeah, you want to compare us to Black Lives Matter. You guys had a whole summer to burn cities to the ground and barely any of you, if any, got killed during those riots. If um, Maybe when Kyle Rittenhouse defended himself and now you are bitching about one day of our rage, you guys are the biggest pussies I have ever heard of. Again, it is not about Trump anymore. It's about our freedom. So, well, that's funny that yeah. you said that. Yeah. Yeah. You said Twitter, um, you know, they temporarily suspended your account or they suspended your account or whatever. Yeah, they suspended it. Because you wrote that statement, mm-hmm. even though they won't tell you that's why you got banned or no. whatever. No, no. Now, you know, it's really funny. I'm going to read this for you. Yeah, go ahead. Because I sent this to you the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says uh, this is a uh, Twitter public policy uh, page, which is dated. Um, I guess January 12th of this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is what they wrote. Ahead of the Ugandan election, we're heading, we're hearing reports that internet service providers are being ordered to block social media and messaging apps. We strongly condemn internet shutdowns. They are hugely harmful violate basic human rights and the principles of the open internet. And there's another one too, from a while ago, they wrote protecting the open internet is a key objective for Twitter. Mm -hmm. It's why we exist. There are two key areas to consider one, avoid entrenching the dominance of the bigger the biggest players by protecting competition Two, focus on how content is discovered plus amplified less on removal alone now what they did to you according to their own parameters they violated your human rights there of course Uh, but do they care no No, they don't. And as a matter of fact, they violated, what, 60,000 people's human rights? Yeah. Just recently by uh, banning them from Twitter? You know, I love the hypocrisy of these people. I I love their open admission that they they claim they're for something. Mm -hmm. It's like like you said from the Princess Bride. (laughs) With that quote, it's the same situation. What you say, I don't think you know what you're saying. Yeah. Basically, well, that's exactly what they're doing. Or the the oh. sad part is they actually do know what they're uh, doing. Okay, this so just the in: um, Bake Alaska has died. Really? Yeah. And legitly? I it doesn't say. Um, so far, uh, so I'm getting. Is, is that a hoax or is that real? A, a, uh, well, as far as I know, it's real. Wow. Uh, does it say how he died and why or where he was? Or? That sounds like a breaking news story. Yeah. Uh, well, didn't even know that. I don't think I ever oh, met the guy, but he was at Charlottesville when I was okay. there. Huh. That's pretty crazy. 
that's that's one for the yearbook. Apparently, apparently he committed suicide. Okay, I will get more on that uh, shortly. Yeah, um, wow, that's, probably, uh, that's probably, crazy. He committed suicide at yeah, the age of uh, thirty-three. Well. Things are getting crazy, Louie, and we already we saw crazy there. I mean, I'll tell you more what I saw. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll definitely get into that, too. But uh, I, I guess I'll continue on yeah. because, you know, yeah, so we're, we're getting shoved out of the place uh, by the cops. You know, everybody's pissed at the cops. At that point, cops basically lost all their support. Oh, yeah. The, the people that backed the blue, so to speak. The, they, they backed the blue, but the blue didn't back them. So mm. people are very... A lot of these were like new people to all this activism. So mm-hmm. you and I have been dealing with uh, police corruption forever, and the uh, refusal of cops to do anything for the people. Yeah. So we we've dealt with that forever. I mean, mm-hmm. I was falsely arrested in New York City back in 2011 on New Year's Eve at Occupy. Right. And you know I had to sue them because they they violated my rights, and I was able to get the charges dismissed and proved it in court. But you know this this stuff does happen. I can point out countless uh, times I've had to be critical of the police mm-hmm. because of things like this. I've exposed the police state, police brutality, all of it. I've done my job to do that, and I continue to do that to this day. And of course, it was like the old days, having to you know bullhorn at the cops, try to expose them, and you know expose information to them. I felt like it was almost a like Bilderberg in a way. They just weren't as violent at Bilderberg when I had to deal with them. But, you know, they just sat there emotionless and, you know, wouldn't talk. So I figured I'd talk to them. So I used I, I used the bullhorn to do that. I also heard that Mayor Bowser with the curfew. So I had the brilliant idea, although nobody followed through. With it. Yeah, I although I think it would have made it would have made a statement. I, I honestly said we should go look for the mayor and occupy wherever she's at and tell her that we don't want a curfew. And mm-hmm. voice that. Unfortunately, there wasn't, a, because like you said before, nothing was organized. We couldn't actually do that. I think that would have been a powerful statement personally yeah. to do that, but it wasn't followed through. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I'm, uh, I'm over at the, the cap, you know, the steps in the back or by them. There's people smashing stuff around. There's not that many riot police out there in the, the back end of where I was, but, mm-hmm. you know, people are uh, yelling at the cops and, you know, voicing their grievances. And shortly after, I noticed uh, there was a commotion across the street from where I was standing. And I saw a, a large crowd of people gathering by there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's going on? Uh, I'll go over there see what's happening. Well, it turns out uh, all this mainstream media equipment was uh, apparently left there by uh, various uh, companies. Mm. And people uh, took it upon themselves to uh, smash the hell out of it all. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a lot of people were very angry, especially with all the pepper spray and the tear gas in the air and people feeling betrayed by the police and, you know, the, the Congress basically doing, you know, everything to screw us over. Well, people uh, figured, hey, media has lied about everybody for so long that, you know what, it's time to let the media know that they're not going to take it anymore. So, yeah, people were upset. They were smashing the hell out of their equipment. I uh I didn't smash anything per se, but I certainly was uh, at that point I was very upset about what happened. And I I said straight up like, hey, if the media don't want to do their job, then you know what they don't need this equipment. Yeah, and exactly. I didn't feel one half so bad when people took out their grievances on that equipment. Yeah, because you know what 
for the most part, the media company is just going to write it off anyway as a tax write-off. Yeah, yeah. So they don't even care. And people are pissed. They, they, they you know, it's they, they had, they wanted to get their rage out on what the media had been doing. And for years, the media lied about everything. I mean, I was from nine eleven to Occupy Wall Street to all of it. I'd seen lies after lies after lies, and especially these last four years, they really ramped up on the lies. And I've been, I've been, you know, they've lied about me. I, I the Huffington Post lie about me. I, I just, I've watched these people lie. So, yeah, I was out there. I was so pissed at the media. At that. I said, you know, fuck CNN, screw them. I'm like, you know what? They, they I, I said that, you know what I said? I said the legacy media is dead on that hill mm-hmm. right there. And that, and that pile of garbage, that's their, that's the death of the main of the legacy media right there. And it was very symbolic. It was almost artistically symbolic of just seeing that pile of broken cameras. I mean, people were dumping water on it. They were smashing the hell out of that stuff. Uh, In moments, it was kind of comical because people were making, uh, you know, it was like watching comedy in real life. Some of the actions that people were taking. You know, some people are appalled that I would even say such things. But, you know, as far as those people are concerned, I don't really care if they're appalled. Yeah. Because they weren't there to even see what was going on or even understand the bigger picture of all this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, people were uh, showing they're very upset. And they, they, they took it out on the camera equipment, yeah, yeah. which, quite frankly, is better than taking it out on, pe- on human lives. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you can replace cameras, you can't replace human lives. No. So they're better off. If, at least they were better off doing that than going and killing people. Unfortunately, a cop did die. Which, you know, of course, the media is uh, highlighting. They mm-hmm. don't care about the girl that got killed or the other no, four no. people or whatever it was. But, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I saw all that. I have video footage on my channel that uh, of what I was witnessing and the crazy things I was saying. Yeah, I, I was, uh, my my level of, uh, cra- you know, me yelling at that point, I was... Yeah. I don't know. It was pretty wild. Yeah, and, and so then, at that point, yeah. I'll let you speak. I'm and then sorry. after a while, the the uh, the the um the uh, the the what the fuck the um the the curfew got extended to the whole city, and we had to retire back to um uh, uh what's it called um the hotel the hotel yeah. Yeah, we went to an undisclosed location. Undisclosed was, location. Uh, yeah, so we went to this hotel. Basically, at that point, you know, I think people were hunting down mainstream media cameras so they can call these people out, CNN and all of them. And, you know, I, I end up running to the black Israelites at that point. I, I went off on those guys, too, because, mm-hmm. you know, the one thing about them that's pissed me off for years yeah. is they talk crap about the white devil all day long, and they tell people, the white man shouldn't help black white people. Don't devil. ever accept help from black, you know, white people. White devil. But so many black people, they're literally homeless in the streets of D.C. and yeah. New York and all these places they're at, sleeping up against wall, concrete walls. I'm thinking to myself, where are these, like, black Israelites and why aren't they, like, feeding these people, getting, you know, trying to get them back on their feet, give them jobs, make their lives, like, better? Yeah. They're not doing that. They're just sitting there talking a bunch of crap about you know the, their interpretations of the Bible, and no, no different than those Christian identity folks on the white side. Yeah, uh, we got so Tennessee like, Tennessee know. Rose in the Spreaker chat room. 
they go, hi, Louie. I saw the video of the camera's equi- camera equipment getting smashed. Okay. Yeah, that definitely happened. I so did I. In fact, I yeah, I, no, I was there. Yeah, I, 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 I had pictures of it. I took a picture of. I mean, uh, I was, uh, apparently, I was on a couple of news yeah. channels. Where they showed me in the background, so yeah, I'm well aware of that. And Antifa also advertised that I was there for that, mm-hmm. as well as quite a few people back home here at home. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, yeah, like I said, when it came to the Black Israelites, you know, they they don't seem to like do any of those things. So I went up to them and I basically said, you know, why aren't you helping your black brothers out, the ones that are sleeping out and out in the cold tonight? Why don't you get them food and like jobs? I'm like, you're not doing jack shit. You're not helping those people. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there hating on whitey. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. A bunch of whites. I call them racial supremacists. I said they're wearing costumes. I'm like, where's your clans hood? You, you should put your point hood on. I mean, you're a joke. Yeah. I just, I just, I went off on them. At that, I, I, I was at that point so uh, irritated by all the events yeah. of what happened that day that I just, I, I was no holds bar at that point. Yeah, I mean, at that point, yeah, I was pissed off too. I was like, you know what? Enough's enough. Like. <clears throat> I didn't come here to fight freaking National Guardsmen because at that point we, we saw the National Oh, yeah. No, we got into that part, too. So, you know, we're yeah. arguing with the black Israelites. You know, you had the video clip where you asked them the question, and they had nothing to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had nothing to say to me. And, you know, eventually we, we left that area. And, you know, we were out in the street, and, you know, we met up with some of the people that we were with earlier. And, you know, it's, you know, it's funny. We, we're, we're walking around trying to figure out what we're doing. At that point, because the curfew was, we heard the announcement that the curfew at six o'clock had been implemented, like something out of the purge. Mm-hmm. So it literally reminded me of the purge. It's so crazy. So, yeah, at that point, you know, we're walking around the streets. We found this guy with this uh, truck. He apparently he let all the air out of his tires. He had a dog there, and he had a barbecue and a little trailer to sign your name on for you know a Trump trailer or whatever. So we just kind of hung out there for a bit, you know. We had some hot dogs. It was some nice people. Yeah. Why? Why did I he sign my name on it? Why did he let air out his tires? I didn't even hear that part. Why? Um. Well, I mean, to me, it's pretty obvious. He figured, you know, well, if he's uh, he's not leaving, the cops are gonna have to tow his truck out of there. Mm. So it was his way of protesting. Ah. As people do that. And you know, I I get it. He figured, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna let this be posted up till the next day. Mm. Let them take it out of here. So you know, regardless, it was a it was a good opportunity to get a bite to eat. You know, yeah, yeah. Just, he had some hot dogs. He had uh, like, you know, signed my thing on it. I, I did a brief interview with one of the Black Trump supporters that were there, mm-hmm. which I have video footage of on my channel. And then I heard that uh, over near the Capitol, which weren't too far from in that park area, apparently cops were given the knee or something. I don't know if they were kneeling for their dead police officer or, like, or maybe maybe they're doing it like uh, Colin Kaepernick does. I don't know. Yeah. Not quite sure. I overheard talk of that. But we, you know, we all ended up going into that. We saw that, you know, FBI police there. 
that was sort of a massive line of uh, soldiers. I don't know if they were National Guard or if they were D.C. cops because it was very confusing. As you know, we looked at their uh, flak vests, you know, and they, and they didn't really have uh, – they didn't have American flags on their jackets. They had D.C. flags on their vests. So at that point, even though they were in camo, I didn't know if that was, uh, you know, D.C. riot police or if those are actual National Guardsmen. It was very odd they didn't have American flags. I don't know if that's a thing. I'm going to have to start asking my military friends what they know about that because that, that was very confusing for me. I wasn't sure if they were National Guard or, or police. But it was odd that they didn't have the American flag on their uniforms, which is what I was expecting yeah. to say. And, you know, people were very upset with the cops. They... It, it, there yeah. were a lot of people arguing. I mean, cops. honestly, there was this one cop. Yeah, there was this the one cop behind them was mocking us. Yeah, yeah, that too. Which goes to show you that there's real scumbags in the police office. Mm. Uh, the thing is, these guys are mocking us, but yet, who's the one burning their city? Who's the one saying, you know, kill cops and yeah. you know, all yeah. that stuff? I mean, there were a few guys, you know, I hate to say on our side who were at that point later on saying stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But majority, that's been coming from the left. That's not typically stuff that you hear on the right. But, you know, after that night, it was making people start saying stuff like that. And like you said, you didn't come there to fight cops. No. You came there to hunt, you, you know, deal with ants for people. Yeah, yeah. You know, you want to take care of communist-like scum. But, you know, we, we were out there for a little bit. And, you know, eventually we uh, we departed from there. I don't know what time. It might have been six thirty, seven o'clock at night. Yeah. And then we met up with those guys and... uh you know, eventually we, uh, you know, we ran some cops that told us, like, you want to be off the street by 8 because they're going to start arresting people off the street. So we just hightailed it as far as we could to the border of that where we wouldn't be uh, apprehended. Yeah. But I got to tell you, it was like a ghost town at that point. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was, like, nobody out. It was dead. It was eerie. What we saw was, like, absolutely nobody. Homeless. And lots of cop cars racing around. Yeah. With their sirens and lights. I have some video of that in, in my channel too, you know. But I, it was it was really crazy, and you know, eventually we got we Ubered out to the undisclosed location, mm-hmm. and you know, we stayed in for the rest of the night after yeah, the, we got some food. The bunker, and you nice. know, we watched the uh, Congress steal our election away from us and give it to the. the Shycom puppet uh, Biden. I actually did a brief report. He held the camera for me where. I, I gave a reporting of what was going on. I'm like, oh, these people are protecting us and all that. I got good footage of that. But yeah, that was that was, a, that was an intense day, and you actually it was like the first time you really got to go out and see stuff like oh, that yeah, in a yeah. long time. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because usually you're always busy doing stuff that you got to take care of your yeah. responsibilities and stuff. Uh, yeah, I got. But it just I, happened to be the one time you got to go to DC, see the most, and not just yeah. the going to DC. You get to see one of the, one of the most historic, crazy situations in American history, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Well, well and, I, and I got yeah, to, so. I got to hang out. I got to hang out with my bros. It, yeah. I mean that that you know the one positive thing you know it it was a shit show, but you know, like like I was telling people like, look, I'm going to Washington D.C. to do some ratchet shit with my bros, and that's what I did. I did some ratchet shit with my bros. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you didn't you didn't do anything illegal. You didn't fight no, no cops. You, you were there to document stuff like I was, as well as take care of commies. 
Yeah, yeah, we didn't really. That's a weird thing. You didn't really see any of them in you know those comedies anywhere. No. Antifa and Beyond, they were out there. They were they were hiding in plain sight. You didn't see them. We didn't, they didn't show a force. No. Which is weird. I wonder why they didn't come out in force. Oh, because you know, because, it, it raises a lot of questions about why that things that happened there went down the way they did. Yeah. Well, like, what did they know that we didn't know? Well, they they came out that Monday, that Monday before, well, the the Tuesday before. I'm sorry, that that's that. Oh yeah, what, no, there was stuff going on that night before. I guess, but yeah. I was surprised they didn't come out that night. That would be the night to come out, but the, for whatever reason, they didn't show up that day. They stayed home, and all of a sudden, you know, magically, uh, you know, the media is reporting it the way they are, making it. They, they're literally claiming it's like. The worst attack in American history since nine eleven. Which, which, which honestly, is, you know, as ridiculous, a, yeah, and offensive to me personally. Yeah, it's offensive to me. I mean, as someone as that, a New that, Yorker, as a New Yorker, as someone that witnessed the fucking attacks, it's like, how the fuck dare you? How the fuck dare you compare people that had to jump out of the building because it was so hot to their death to their deaths? Uh, you know, planes being crashed down, the building falling on top of people. To three thousand people got murdered that day, essentially. Yeah. You know, round, you know, roughly. Yeah. Probably even more than that, if you include the uncounted, as uh, Harry John Rowland always says, the famous guy at Ground Zero. History, History don't, don't let, let it be, be a mystery. mystery. Yep. So I mean, I, I, yeah, that nine eleven was insane. I mean, you had buildings falling out of the sky in their own footprint. You had massive casualty rates. Yeah. You had dust covering the entire city to the point where it was even, you could see it here on Long Island where I lived. You could see this stuff in the air here. That's how far it traveled through the wind. I mean, it was the, it was a insane day that I, that nothing comes close to me. Pearl Harbor is probably even crazier yeah. in a way. Is the amount of devastation that happened there. But 9-11 certainly, you know, is more on par with that. But what happened at the Capitol, one cop died and, like, I think four or five other people on the Patriot side died. Yeah. And there were, you know, people smashed some windows and the rest of the city was left intact. Yeah. I I don't see how that could qualify as the craziest, you know, terrorist attack in American history since 9-11. It was crazy, but not, not that crazy. I mean, Oklahoma City is, like, is, is messaging saying, am I a joke to you? Freaking Waco, Texas is like, did you motherfuckers forget me? The fuck are you talking about? Well, all last summer for months on end, just uh, it's like a constant barrage. Yeah. No, they glossed over. I mean, apparently that's nothing. Yeah, they glossed that over. In fact, Antifa and BLM tried to light the White House on fire. They tried to breach the the walls of that to light the place on fire. We didn't even do anything like that with the Capitol. People actually walked in the Capitol, and they, they were you know, some of them walked through like it was a tour. Didn't oh. even touch anything. They were just they were respectful of the environment. Yeah, and other people not so much. But yeah. I mean, to say that that's on par with nine eleven is just that, that's an insult to my intelligence. I, I can't believe the left would go as far as to use that, it, 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 you know, and then and then claim we're all terrorists and 
They need to basically use Patriot Act type provisions to go after everybody. Mm-hmm. They're they're complaining that there's not enough anti-terrorist uh, laws on the books, and that they need to change that. That so who knows what happened at the Capitol? Could it have been a psyop that led up to that? Yeah. I mean, I do have a lot of questions about the Q stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, more and more I've been thinking about it in recent times. I'm, a lot of those people, I hate to say it, they, they, a lot of them are like cult members, and they, they trust, trust, the, the plan. trust the plan. Trust the plan. A little too much where, you know, they, I feel like they're trusting a plan to go on suicide missions. Yeah. And I feel like some of those people at the Capitol were on suicide missions. I mean, the woman who got shot in the neck was climbing through a window. She apparently was a cube supporter. And there was quite a few other Q supporters there. And, uh, you know, it looks like they, they were the ones going crazy to some yeah. extent. Yeah. As well as potentially other, you know, maybe some feds or Antifa people undercover. Mm-hmm. But definitely a Q people played a role in that. I, I hate to say it. And I, I, at this Ooh. point, I, my conclusion, I feel like Q is a psyop. That, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, yeah. Might, it was either invented by the government or hijacked by the government. And it's spreading misinformation to the point where it's it's right twice, you know, a day, you know, like a broken clock, but the rest of the time it's off. Like, yeah. and and the thing is that if you think about it, it was it's a perfect psyop that the establishment would use to you know set up patriots. Because mm-hmm. then look at how they're trying to play this off. They're saying we're all terrorists that were like part of the plan. Yeah. When uh, most of us had no plan, yeah, TN, we just were there. Tien Rose, they go. Um, to he left two uh, comments. Please like, comment, subscribe. However, you're listening or watch or watching the show tonight. Uh, yes. Uh, to he, he or she goes. I don't know. I keep forgetting. Uh, why did the cops open the cattle paddle gates and tell everyone to come in? It was a setup uh, by the deep state using just a few twenty Antifa. Well, whatever it was, they, I mean, there is video floating around of them letting people in initially in the beginning. And as you know, me and you, we didn't show up to the show well until like at least an hour after it started. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, or maybe a half hour. So, yeah, I, I found that to be a little weird because mm-hmm. if you watch the Vice documentary they did, it, it only shows footage of them having like a massive riot to smash their way into the Capitol. Like mm-hmm. that was the only thing that happened. Meanwhile, there's footage of people just waltzing in and out, like it's freaking free for all. Mm-hmm. And the cops waving people in like their school's children going to a school house after recess. I mean, that's that part of the story is somehow magically ignored by everybody in the establishment. It's magic. Including delicious. these, uh, these fake leftists, you know, progressive types who, you know, proclaim to be all about that, but yet they're siding with the corporatists and the establishment on how we all got to be indicted and it's nine 11 style attacks. It's like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. So yeah, that part of the story is a little odd. Um, we don't know what happened to Nancy Pelosi's computer. Supposedly that was stolen mm-hmm. by, you know, a, a sort of video where it's claiming Antifa and some kind of like operatives took it. I don't know what to think of that. I mean, there's a lot of weird anomalies. Yeah. You know, like I said, the glass bottle I found on the ground, it was just magically waiting for somebody to be, you know, use it to smash windows. Mm-hmm. You know, my friend Kriston, when he was live streaming, he, he was attacked by a masked uh, protester who attempted to steal his camera equipment as well as other people's and they were knocking it towards the cops. So he couldn't get his, uh, 
stuff. He he saved his camera, but he lost the stabilizer. So that that's that's a weird anomaly where people are attacking the live streamers and the, you know the people are actually documenting what's going on. Mm-hmm. Why would somebody do that? So I mean, it, it looks like back to the Q thing though. Like I was saying, I feel like it's a psyop yeah. at this point, and in almost like MK Ultra fashion, where you know some of these people are so you know, devout to this Q cult that they're not questioning like anything. And if you dare tell them that maybe the plan's not accurate, they, they think they're guilty of heresy. Trust the plan. And, and, and the other thing is too, like Q should be like paying homage to like the founding fathers of the Patriot movement. They don't talk about the John Birch society or G. Edward Griffin or, you know, Alex Jones or people like that who came before Q, which have accurate, legitimate information. If you look at the sources, they're not talking about that stuff. They're talking about those people who put a body of work together and have a lot of good stuff. They're just saying, trust this plan that just doesn't turn out to be accurate. So, you know, uh, there's, I think the way to deal with the Q people, we just need to give them access to more, um, you know, accurate information. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the Q people, they're very new to all this, so they... They're finding the conspiracies, and there are plenty that are legit, but then they get, like, stuck in these other areas where they, they don't realize that, like, this is a PSYOP. Those who are, of, you know, you and me, we've been in this game for a long yeah. time, so we, we know how to smell a PSYOP when we see it. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people, unfortunately, they're new to this stuff. Like, they honestly, don't. They, like, it's they're getting to on the point, suicide missions instead. Yeah, it's gotten to the point where it's like Spidey senses, like, I sense a disturbance in the force. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, there's there's bullshit afoot. Exactly. So I never really thought about the Q stuff until recently. Because I've been noticing a lot of these uh tragic uh incidences yeah. seem to be happening primarily with Q people. Yeah, they get, And I'm thinking they get, to myself, I'm yeah. like, these are perfect candidates to like get, you know, used by the system. Yeah, they don't exactly. realize it. And it's yeah. I didn't I didn't really think of it until more recently because I have I've just noticed a pattern with a lot of the pro Q people. A lot of them are very cultish. Not everybody, but yeah. a lot of them have become very cultish. And I'm a little concerned, especially if this cult is convincing them that we're gonna arrest the Congress people and take the election back and they figure, well, the the, the end is here. We better smash our way through the, the Capitol and start apprehending them because the you know the plan is in action we're gonna win well i i didn't come with the intention of locking congress people up at the the capitol because that to me is a suicide mission yeah i'd like to live the next day and like try to Congress figure powers. out how we can effectively do something but well yeah i mean and, yeah. and here's the thing if that was the case these motherfuckers just stopped short they're like, how come they didn't go into the basement? Why didn't they go after him? Why didn't they occupy it? Why didn't they just, why didn't more and more people go, go in and just start occupying, like have like a sit-in? It, no, you just act like, acted like colossal ass. That would have been a peaceful civil disobedience, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, maybe other people would argue that it wouldn't be, but um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just seeing this thing. I mean, think about, what happened? The, these people did everything. The news media got to report it the way they said it. Mm-hmm. They called us all terrorists. Yeah. Um, Parler got permanently banned from existence. Yeah. Um, so they just banned 60,000 people. They banned the president of the United States from every social media outlet, not just Twitter. 
you know, when I say banned the 60,000, I'm talking about Twitter. Facebook banned uh, the walkaway movement and their 80,000 followers. I mean, they really hit us hard. And the biggest power grab that tech, you know, the tech mafia could have ever dreamed of. We we got really royally screwed. Yeah. Because of what happened there, and I, in some sentiments, I'm like, yeah. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. These people who were running things are absolute criminals. The people are pissed. There's legitimacy of how pissed off the people are. So on one end, I'm not really upset about what happened because I, I warned that this was going to happen at some point in the future Yeah. because so many people are getting screwed by these scumbags. But at the same time, I regret that the establishment was able to use this as a catalyst to ramp up the police state, the military industrial complex, the establishment, the, uh, the censorship, uh, or well in 1984 world dystopic future that's being established. So in that sense, um, you know, that, that is certainly a, a, a negative in all this. And, uh, as such, we're going to have to regroup and figure out how to, you know, combat that. I mean, Antifa's having a field day. I guess, uh, saving grace and all this, we now know who in the Republican Party is an ally to us and who's a rhino who would sell us out in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. We now know what the true intentions of the Democrats are yeah, and how they want to really ramp up this um, authoritarian, nightmarish, uh, imperialistic system. Mm-hmm. So we, we are now getting a glimpse of the New World Order apparatus these people want. And unfortunately, we're also seeing the nature of what people are becoming. I mean... You know, the other aftermath is a lot of the people that came home to this, they came home to uh, find that certain people have accused them of being terrorists, uh, threatened to make phone calls to certain alphabet agencies, for example. Yep, that happened to, to me. You know, attack them mm-hmm. for, you know, exercising your free speech. I, I, I know numerous people it's happened to, it's including happened to myself. It's happened to me already. Somebody at my job, they saw me on TV and they're like, what were you doing in, in Washington? You're not supposed to be in Washington. What do you mean I'm not supposed to be in Washington? Like, oh, you, the, the FBI is looking for you. I'm going to call them. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to call INS. You're going to get fucking deported. <laughs> like, yeah, meanwhile, you didn't do anything that would require the presence of the FBI in your life to begin with. You, you were marching in the, they're accusing you. Oh, well, you were marching in the streets, so yeah. the FBI should arrest you. What kind of Nazi behavior is that? Yeah, yeah. That's something the Nazis used to do. They actually told, you know, children in the Hitler Youth, like, if your parents mm-hmm. are not loyal to the Reich, well, let let the Gestapo know. It's just a, and it's just uh, a fucking foreign. It it's just a fucking foreigner that doesn't know uh, what the Bill of Rights are. This bitch comes here for like, I need to make money because in my country I would have to suck dick and catch AIDS. 
You know, it's like, what the fuck? You know, you want to come over here and well, tell... Well, that, that's why the uh, government's bringing in people like yeah. that, to, to gain the loyalty of those people, to actually sell patriotic Americans out Yeah, for whatever... Yeah, that's that's the problem with so, many, so much of this. They don't teach proper civics, and that's intentional. But yeah, you got threatened with somebody who clearly doesn't understand how the law works, thinking that oh we can call the FBI like like they're trying to like make threats against you yeah. like for what Op- voice your really, first amendment like, she right? Thought it, she thought it was funny when I said like go ahead you call the FBI I'm breaking your fucking legs, and I was like <laughs> you know she thought I was joking I'm like no I'm not joking at uh, well, that's not, that, that, when you start threatening to call the FBI and people that's not that's not a joke at that point it's like, like no, no 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 I'm a fucking break that's your goddamn like, that's like you you you're, you're messing with my life now like I don't you're, I don't yeah I don't care you're a female I will break your goddamn legs and you'll be the hippity hopping ass mother motherfucker on the planet if you want to start informing on me to the FBI because. You your your foreigner ass wants to be like you're not good citizen. Like suck my dick, bitch. You don't know where the American politics are. You were just fucking voting between hyena and crocodile like last year, and you want to come fuck with me? Yeah. So that happened to you, another colleague mm. of mine, so to speak, in the activist world. He, he's dating a, a black uh, woman. He's a white guy. And he, he's been dating this girl for like eight years and, you know, he went to the rally and the, the, the one, you know, his girlfriend's brother, who's, I guess, not the smartest guy in the world, just, he overheard that he was there. So he started causing all mess with the family saying, oh, you're in the KKK. Oh, you, you were at the white supremacist rally. I'm calling the cops on you. I'm filing a restraining order and causing so much chaos where the guy had to leave the house to just, just so he could keep peace between, you know, the mother and the the girlfriend. The mother is aware that, you know, he's not a white supremacist. I mean, guys been dating their daughter for eight years. I think they would know if he's wearing a robe like that, but he wasn't. So yeah, you have, he's being persecuted because of, of ignorance. Um, other people I know, they're getting threatened. They're, they're getting threats from their unions, you know, telling them that, uh, oh, you, you, you know, trying to get them thrown out of the union for this. Mm-hmm. I have people back home, you know, I would say most of the people that run into me gave me positive praise for what I did. They, they, they said I was a hero and patriot for the most part. There's a few bad apples that told me that I was an absolute disgrace to this country and I'm worse than Antifa for doing what I did. Which you know it's funny because I didn't really do anything that would warrant that. I they they said because I smiled and laughed about the cameras being destroyed that that I'm no better than Antifa, and, you know I'm basically a seditionist and terrorist. And you know they they started screaming at me in a bar, and it's like really, I just I I can't stand rhinos who on one hand uh, will talk a big game about how mad they are about what's happening. But then when it comes time to actually try to do something about it, they're nowhere to be found. And then they, they attack you and criticize you because you took the steps to actually go after the source of the problem and and represent the grievances of not only yourself, but the very people who are, are angry. You know, people are angry if they don't want to do anything about it. And then they get mad at you for doing something that they didn't have the courage themselves to do. So I had a few people here who were talking crap. But for the most part, a lot of people uh, gave me praise for what I did. But, yeah, you do have the zombie class. You are yeah. on a power trip. 
thinking they call call the feds on you because you you voice your First Amendment. I mean that that's like what they did in Nazi Germany when they like I said when they told the Hitler Youth uh, to turn their parents into the Gestapo, or may, or like something out of the Soviet Union or communist uh, you know apparatus in general where you know people would rat their parents out and their teachers or whoever, mm. and those people would be disappeared forever, or tortured or whatever. But yeah, you have people now literally acting like Nazis while they've and fascists. They've accused us of being all these things oh, yeah. for oh, all yeah. these years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're now embracing like, you know, uh, those very tactics. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten to the point where I'm bragging about it. Like, oh, you keep bragging about it. Like, it's a good thing you did that. I'm like, <laughs> it is a good thing I did that. Oh, you think so? Like, yeah. Like, they, you know, it's like, oh, it was a racist rally. It was a racist. They, there were people of all colors there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter? How's Context it apparently does not matter to a yeah. person who would call the police on you. Yeah, so for having a difference of opinion. Ooga, ooga, zuga, That's ooga. a scary thought. Yeah, you vote. Go vote for hyena. Then go back to your country. Vote for hyena for prime minister, because uh, crocodile will bite your dick off. Like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Fucking tired of her. Like, yeah, she, no, oh, she does, are, like, like uh, honestly, this fucking bitch scary. come. This fucking bitch comes to work. She talks loud on the fucking phone. You're not supposed to be talking loud on the talking on the phone. Period. And she and she gets pissed off when anyone tells her some shit. Like honestly, I feel like fucking taking her out at the fucking knees. My damn self. Yes. Uh. So, anyways, I'm getting tired. Uh. So, any any last um any last thoughts? Um. Well. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess we'll briefly talk about, uh, I don't mm. know if solutions would uh, qualify as that. Uh, but, you know, since we do want to end on a good note, since yeah, yeah. a lot of crazy things happen, people mm. got killed, you mm. know, um, they did take a lot of liberties from us as a result of that. Mm. I don't think it's over. Like I was saying earlier, <laughs> a lot of good did come out of this, too. We now know who our allies are. Mm-hmm. In, in all of this, and who would sell us out? We we now see the new world order is going full force in establishing control. They have the House, the Senate, and the presidency. We know they want to be tyrannical against the people. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Maybe we'll we'll build an apparatus and allyship with others. And you know, like the thing, the other thing is too, if they neutralize us. Antifa's not safe from these people either. They're going to get, the hammer's going to come down on them at some point. Mm-hmm. More and more evidence of that is coming out. So if it, so Antifa people have a choice. They can either join the establishment and serve their interests, which some of them are secretly, or they can get the, you know, they can get crushed. And the thing is that Antifa, they can barely deal with us. Mm-hmm. Who are they, how are they going to deal with the bigger problem? If uh, We're pretty well behaved and, you know, we're, we're, you know, a formidable force. They're not capable of doing that. They they actually need us to protect them. So in that sense, I think things are going to re- reveal themselves in a lot of ways when this all takes form. And, you know, we just got to be vigilant. I mean, documenting this was important, too, and being a witness to this, because you can see how much lies are coming out on that TV. I mean, it's incredible how much lies. If, if you didn't have any other frame of reference, you would literally the 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 lies they're telling are so powerful. I mean, it, it's almost it's so convincing. It almost has me convinced, and I know what happened. But I have enough uh, trained mental understanding yeah. that the lies are real. So I, I'm not fooled by them, but a lot of people are. So we we do have a lot of work uh, on waking up people. Still, a lot of people have waken. 
up to, you know, woken up to this stuff. And I don't mean in their version of woke. Yeah. But what we actually do, we actually truly wake people's minds up. And, yeah, we, we still have a lot of work. But you know what uh, the other thing is? Because they have all this monopolized power and tech censorship and all this, they're going to have to deliver on the promises that they offered to the people that's, that bought into it. it. And because think about this, COVID has really screwed everything up. It, it, a lot of businesses are under. A lot of people's uh, futures are in question. If these people can't provide all the magical things that they offered, well, they're going to lose faith in the establishment. and It could seriously backfire on them. I think all these actions, they'll say that, you know, you could argue that maybe the Patriots side was uh, desperate because, you know, obviously Trump, the election turned out the way it did with all the shenanigans and people tried to storm the Capitol. It seems to me that we're not the ones who are actually desperate. I think the establishment is desperate. Oh, yeah, you see yeah. evidence of this with the amount of effort oh, they are oh, yeah, no, to they, equate this to 9-11. They, they, sh- they were shitting bricks. I mean, you've seen the videos. They were cowering. They they were scared of what a, a, a group of... In fact, oh, man, let me... this. There, there was this video, oh, goodness, that I posted on Minds. Let me see if I could get it. It um actually uh, highlights this. How? Yeah, you had Congress was like hiding under seats and stuff. They like they were so scared of the people. Yeah. Like they were so out of touch with reality. They don't understand the the force of uh, will and power that people yeah. have, and how they're supposed to represent the people. Mm-hmm. But they act like they're our kings, and that, that's the other thing. I mean, think about it. I'm supposed to like the media is acting like that they they own us as property and they're kings and and their lives are so precious and that they they're, they're fearful for their life. But here, here's my question: How can I have possibly have sympathy for these people when they when they have literally signed bills that are responsible for the murder of millions of people across the planet and the destruction of our own communities? From you know, due to like economic turmoil or just policies that have led to the defenseless being killed because they weren't allowed to own a firearm in places where they should have been. So these people signed bills with swoop of uh, their pen, not thinking about how they're going to impact people's lives. They don't care how they send soldiers off to die in foreign lands, but they're scared of the people who showed up to. The, the very house that the people owned. Mm-hmm. Well, that just goes to show you they're they're kind of out of touch. I mean, they're ruining lives, and they they're acting like, oh, oh my God, this is scary. Well, what about the people's lives they've ruined? Yeah, yeah. I don't have a I don't have an ounce of sympathy for a single congressman who no. was sitting under their seat in fear that yeah. the patriots were. You know, in in the congressional house. I mean, honestly, aside from all the fucking violence, it looked like a a, uh, a Patriots tailgating party with people with their faces painted in weird outfits. And yeah, it looked like like a sporting event. Yeah, yeah. More than a terrorist action. I mean, I listened to this guy on MSNBC the other day on a news clip, and he's like saying, "Oh, this is the most stressful time for the FBI since nine eleven Oh, they're more equipped than uh, Al Qaeda. Basically, they're saying that the domestic terrorists are better equipped than Al Qaeda. Yeah, or, or international terrorists actually is the word they use. 
Aloha snack bar. Like, how could these people take that? Be be honestly expect to be taken serious. If they, no, you can't. Like I mean, that. That is, it's like that's some pussy shit. It is. It really is. It's like yeah. it's pathetically. It's pathetic. It, they're actually, you know, what they're doing. They're they're making. They're actually showing how weak they are to the world. I, I've been hearing talk about, oh my god, this shows the vulnerability to the rest of the world. That mm-hmm. what what they could do. It's like and like, what does the rest of the world think of the United States? Well, you know what? I don't personally care if China has anything negative to say about the United States, considering they're the worst human rights violators in, in, in modern history. They, or any of these other countries, for that matter, who are torturing their own people. I don't need the lecture from people who torture their own people on how to run this country. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not concerned about what the rest of the world thinks. I'm concerned about what, what my community thinks about its future. And if we don't have a future... That it doesn't matter what the rest of the world thinks because we need to take care of our own at this point. We're not doing that. Yeah. But yeah, solutions are exposing this, letting them. I mean, they—if you really think—they—they they want all the power, so now they're going to have to deliver on the promises. You know what? You know, and I know, they're not going to be able to do that. So time is on our side. And honestly, we—we we can just sit back, prepare ourselves, organize. Well, they completely collapse inward on themselves mm. with all the house of lies that they they've established. I don't think we're. Uh, I don't think uh, you know they 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 have this plan, but they're being reckless and dangerous about it. Oh, I got, point, we, got, we, like got, we got we got we got we got some question. we got some uh, freaking. Uh, uh, got, okay, like we got some new uh, this this fucking uh, comments here. Um, oh, good. This uh Montez Hayek disliked unsubscribing. This guy's a, is a liar. Uh, of course, not saying. Oh, I'm a liar. I don't know how what you're lying about or what I'm lying about. Good, unsubscribe uh, to me. Yeah, care. yeah. Uh, protesters. Go, go st- do a better job. Okay, prote- uh Christian uh, Christian Rosenkrantz. Uh, protesters who stormed the Capitol will be tried by military tribunals and be labeled enemies of the state. Washington, D.C. is currently under a, a state of exception, martial law, and National Guard troops stationed in an area have green light to use deadly force if necessary. Some MAGA, Antifa, BLM, and Proud Boy supporters will have plenty of time to uh, uh, to ventilate their uh, grievances once they are sent to inter- uh, internment camps. Courtesy of the uh, mo- uh, modified version of EO ninety sixty six, get all uh, get also ready to for the upcoming government sponsored psyop called the American Spring. Well, who knows what's going to happen this spring? We don't honestly. Uh, yeah. A lot of different factors are going to be based on what happens the day after January twentieth. Mm-hmm. Um, where this all leads, because that's really, I, I know they're saying the president's no longer the president, and the military uh, generals are pretty much saying they engage in a coup today, that they won't follow the orders of the president. They're now saying that Biden's the president, even though he isn't properly inaugurated as of yet. Mm-hmm. Once once January 20th comes, Biden will officially be president, you know, for whatever reason. 
mm-hmm. uh, whether legitimate or illegitimate. The point is he'll be the established president officially. So all of the future, this uncertain future, is going to be based on what actions are taken the day after he's inaugurated and when he starts to put policy into action. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what's going to happen with all that. We will have to sit back and watch at this point. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as the other commenter who, uh, I don't know why they unsubscribed. I mean, yeah. and I don't know why I'm a liar when you can clearly see all my videos are up on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't mean to come off like Joe Biden mm-hmm. screen, you know, yelling at somebody, calling him a you know jerk or whatever, but. I, it's amazing. If somebody's going to throw that accusation at me that I'm lying about what I'm talking about, well, yeah, I'm going to throw it back at them. I, I think it's a New York kind of way of being. Oh, wait. Personally. He, this, guy, this guy really fucking, he, he really, I don't know who this Montez Hayek is. Uh Oh, fuck Trump. He put fuck Trump. Fuck okay. it. I already disliked unsubscribing. Um. Okay. Well, this is. I how... got a question for them. Do they like? Uh, you... Are they going to like the oh. neoliberal New World Order? Oh, you are you are racist piece of shit. Oh, good. Uh, okay, I, I so that's he's... antifa. It sounds he's... like it sounds like it's antifa. Talking to me. talking to me. Uh, piece of shit. Can everyone dislike this phony son of a bitch? This guy is a liar. Oh, okay. Well. He has uh, no, obviously no evidence. Uh, he can't prove you're a liar. He, you were there. He, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, unless he was there, I mean, does he have anything to contribute to the, uh, well, no, the I story mean, we told? I don't know, but they're not, I mean, he's talking, I think he's talking to me, but oh well. Well, whoever he's talking to, I think he's talking to both of us. <coughs> the thing is, if he's talking to me, I'll, I'll tell you straight out, I have all the videos up. You want to accuse me of being a liar? Well, anybody listening to this? that wants to watch the videos, they can watch them for themselves and determine who's lying about what. Yeah. I'm telling you what my personal experience is, and I'm also telling you what I've been hearing on the ground from others who have been there as well, beyond the uh, news. And, you know, I, it sucks if you lost a subscriber. That's right. But, you know what, I don't really care for a person like that because it doesn't seem like they're... If they're going to start accusing you of being a racist, this and that, yeah. were they ever actually subscribe to your channel to begin uh, with? Probably not. Probably not. I think I think they're the liar. I think they're the one lying, yeah. and I think they're just talking smack. And quite frankly, if they got nothing to offer at the table, well, what are they really saying? They're not saying much of anything. No. That's what I mean. You got a lot of these armchair generals, these people that talk crap that don't ever go on the ground. That don't want to go on the ground. I mean, I understand some people can't go on the ground. They got responsibilities to fulfill. Yeah, yeah. It, it's totally understandable. I'm not. I'm not ragging on those people because I. Hey, I can't be everywhere either. But there are plenty of people who just talk crap for the sake of talking crap. And one thing I know about when I used to go to Ground Zero a lot mm-hmm. and deal with people like that, these debunkers, they would talk their smack, but I would throw it right back at them and I would start asking them questions. And when they couldn't actually defend their positions they would stop coming around because you know what people like this like to do they like to put us on the defensive yeah. to explain ourselves well you know what i'm not going to play his little game you can play my game yeah. my game is you tell me what happened when you don't have answers obviously you have nothing to say so you can run along so yeah maybe i'm a little harsh to people who are critical yeah, but... apparently um executive 
Uh, have you heard of Executive Order 9066? If you haven't, be, be uh, haven't better do some research about that decree. President Biden will definitely enact a modified version of uh, EO 9066 targeting mag a MAGA Antifa BLM and Proud Boys extremists and such such presidential decree is uh, perfectly legal. I've already said that they're coming for everybody. I mean, they have to. They got to protect the establishment. They want to make sure no um, populist movement of either the left or right ever mm-hmm. gain control of the White House ever again to actually, you know, increase the quality of life for people. Mm. So yeah, they may very, they may very well use this as a pretext to crack. Oh, They're going to start was, with us first yeah, this was, because um, we're, the, we're the easiest target. But yeah. Antifa's on the chopping block yeah. after us. Okay, yeah. Uh, Executive Order ninety sixty six was a United States presidential executive order signed and issued during World War Two by U.S. United States President Franklin Lee Roosevelt on February 19, 1942. The order authorized the Secretary of War to prescribe certain areas as military zones, clearing the way for those, for those incarceration of Japanese Americans, German Americans, Italian Americans, and U.S. Uh, concentration camps. Notably, Far more Americans of Asian descent were forcefully uh, interned than American European descent, both in total and as a share of relative population. Yeah, it's not widely known by a lot of people, although it is a known fact that we had internment camps in America for Japanese citizens. And yeah, like I was saying earlier, it, I, I think they're going to attempt to, uh, I, I think everything at the George W. Bush administration established with things like the Patriot Act and uh, other documents and provisions to create the police state apparatus, mm-hmm. which was a continuation from Clinton, uh, that's going to finally be used inward on the American people, I think, potentially this throughout this administration. I don't know the extent to how extreme they'll go with it. But I, it sounds like they want to ramp up some pretty extreme, uh, you know, efforts right now. So, yeah. it, like I said, I think a lot of it's going to be based on what what happens after January twentieth. Yeah. Christian uh, Christian Rosenkrantz, uh in the chat room, he goes, familiarize yourself with Supreme Court decision uh, Korematsu versus United States. Well, I guess we'll have to do that. Yeah. Although, like I said, I, I, I think they're going to come after us. So mm-hmm. I don't know what extent they will. Um, yeah. Maybe it'll be incremental where they'll, they'll suppress your free speech. And they'll come after your income. This is the social credit score system. But, you know, if they start hitting too many people up, well, we already seen what can happen at the Capitol. Yeah. It's not to say that. Something like that wouldn't happen again if uh, they target millions of people. Yeah. Uh, we got another uh, another in, uh, comment by TN Rose. All info has been spot on tonight. Shills are out in full force. Panic at the DC LOL. I chimed in with, haven't you people ever heard <laughs> of closing the goddamn doors? No. <laughs> so it's, 
things uh types of things with a sense of patriots and rationality i chimed in haven't you people ever heard of patriots at the goddamn doors no they're gonna <laughs> knock down and carry car asses this is the final countdown yeah. <laughs> from Europe. Yeah. <laughs> it would be funny. Well, I was doing before. Panic Panic at the Disco. That's uh, that's yeah. I know what you're talking about. Those internment camp uh, and okay, uh, Christian uh, Rosencrantz goes. Um, those internment camps will be used to accommodate MAGA, Antifa, BLM, and Proud Boys extremists. Oh uh, yeah, we we've talked about FEMA camps. I mean, yeah. not so much lately. But we we we're well aware of the FEMA camp systems mm-hmm. that they have. I mean, I years ago we used to talk about the civilian inmate labor camps. You know, the forced camps that they had near military installations. That uh, the, you know, official military documents. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Alex Jones exposed all this stuff in his police state documentaries about ten twenty years ago. So yeah, we're we're back to the uh, the good old days of uh, mm-hmm. when the New World Order was in power. I mean, at least with Trump, we had four years of like a break from all that. Like it looked like we were actually ramping up something decent. But for whatever reason, I mean, there's a million different reasons this could have happened. Where now the New World Order is back on track. I think they're going to get sloppy too with how they go about doing this because they're probably pissed off they've lost four years of like their ability to continue with this. So now they're just going to try to rush it. And they're going to see what kind of weak-minded people they'll get the support of. I mean, yeah, I don't know how many weak-minded people are out there, but I know there's a lot of not weak-minded people. And as long as uh, we stay vigilant, who knows, we might come out of this on top. Yeah. Um, yeah not necessarily saying with Trump, but like just in general. Yeah. So yeah, uh, so uh, Christian Rosencrantz again. Uh, let me put put the comment on the screen here. Executive Order ninety sixty six was rescinded on February nineteenth, nineteen seventy four. Thirty two years later, and such decree can be reenacted at any given time. Well, we know about NORTHCOM and the uh, continuity of government plan mm-hmm. and the suspension of the United States Constitution with things like Rex eighty four and mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's, it's, yeah. it's funny I'm talking about all this stuff. I haven't talked about this stuff in years. Yeah, yeah. I haven't but, needed to because we, we really didn't need to talk about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, Trump was in power. Yeah, I mean, we, well, we need to we need to like uh, like close it out, but um, so. Uh, so yeah, no. Uh, final thoughts on uh, what, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, how can we pull this out? What do you think? Well, like I said, we're gonna have to wait for the twentieth um, to see how serious they want to get with all this uh, police mm-hmm. state stuff. Yeah. If they start going out in full force and they start hitting the American people, millions of people are like, uh, you know, screwed, so to speak. Uh, who knows? We could end up. We could end up in this uh, very hot civil war. That the Chicoms have been pushing us towards. Um, I'm not really sure, but I don't. Th- I, don't I don't think it's a total loss on our part. We we did reveal a lot of enemies. They, they've come to the surface. We and we've also revealed a lot of uh, people who are allies and mercenaries to the establishment in a very open way, such as Antifa. You know, telling people that it sent tips to the FBI yeah. and ratting people out. So I, I think that's very positive. We know who these people are for sure now. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, you know, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. I, I think that uh, 
I think they're going to get sloppy and drunk on power, and they're going to make mess. They're going to screw up again, and, because they're not going to be able to deliver on all the promises yeah. they made to the people that they're lying to. And yeah, remember a lot of these more recent voters. Some of these people, this is the first election they ever voted for, so they have no idea what Joe Biden's really about. Like you mm-hmm. or me, we're, we've been dealing with that guy forever. Yeah. So we, we know the game. They don't. They're going to find out. It would be like those Obama. Remember the tons of Obama voters who went for Trump? Oh, yeah. You could. You, who knows? You might see something like that in the future where their former Biden. I mean, we're already seeing people who regretted voting for a, you know Biden the day after they voted because they didn't even know he wanted to lock down the country for whatever reason. And they're like, oh, my God, I didn't mean to do that. In that case, well, in uh, 2024, uh Please vote for me, President Louis B. I promise no wars, and uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm going I'm going to be the laziest president because I'm just going to do exactly what the Constitution tells me that I'm to do, and I will whoop someone's ass personally. I will go <laughs> into Congress, be like, "Hey Schumer, cut the cut the fucking shit." And then, yeah, right. Yeah, just whoop his ass. Exactly. So I, like I said, I don't think it's full go. You know, it's we're totally screwed. I mean, it looks bad. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm being realistic yeah. here, but I also, as being realistic, I also know that the enemies aren't as powerful as they like to perceive. You know, create the perception of. You got to realize mm-hmm. they spent billions of dollars yeah. to put out propaganda. This is a this is fifth generation warfare. We're in an info war, mm-hmm. as Alex showed his website is called. This really is an infort. If they can convince us that we've lost, like to everything, mm-hmm. then we truly have. But they had to convince us that we lost. Now, if we have fighting spirit and we refuse to submit, then we didn't lose anything. Right. Even if it appears like we did, because they want uh, they got to understand they need to control our minds. If they can't control our minds. They didn't really win. They wouldn't be spending all this money if they were really that powerful. Mm-hmm. They don't want the people to know their their true potential, their own power, because if we did know that, then these people, they, their game would be over. Their charade, their illusion <laughs> of control would be totally over. So we just got to remember, you know what? As much as it's uh, overwhelming to deal with the bigger picture, mm-hmm. a solution is to figure out what you can do on a on a realistic scale, like. I, I, I can't remember that saying I had. I think it was, um, you know, don't basically don't don't focus on what you what you can't accomplish. Focus on what you can accomplish. Like, uh, you know, short term goals to long term, no, short term solutions to long term goals. Mm-hmm. So whatever you whatever degree of liberty you can give yourself, you know, five percent, ten percent. Do that, whether it be uh, eating better, you know, trying to get away from their controlled food or, or you know, just not watching their TVs as much, and, uh, you know, coming up with, all, you know, going for alternatives. Yeah. I think if we, uh, any any degree of freedom you can create for yourself when, with this uh, apparatus, you're better off. Yeah. So this is the time we can start doing that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there's plenty of solutions. Eventually, I think you and me will definitely... We'll be talking more solution-oriented stuff in the future, I'm sure. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's over. I think we're uh, – I think it's – I think they're screwing themselves. It's just people can't see how that's possible, but you, you watch. Yeah. I think they're going to screw it up with all the power they think they have, and it's, they're just going to – they're going to come crashing down when they, 
they get too arrogant about it. You know? All right. So. Um, I guess. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll let you. Yeah, yeah. So. I was just. Um, I was just... Yeah, so that's basically it. I, I concur. Um, I, I really got nothing to add. I am fading. So. No, I know. Uh, well, like to thank I guess he always. Yeah, I'd like, oh, like to thank Christian Rosencrantz. I'll even like to fuck it. I'd like to thank um, uh, Motaz Hayek for being a cocksucker. Um, <laughs> uh, Co- well, he did spend some time watching what he calls his lies, even though yeah. I, I guess I'm going to shamelessly uh, promote my uh, YouTube yeah. channel. Go ahead. Uh, if you don't mind. Yep. Yeah, so anybody who wants to see what happened in D.C., at least from my perspective, uh, you can go on my YouTube channel at GB0083. That's GB0083. And you can see uh, the variety of videos I posted up on there. That's my trip to D.C. Um, I have a variety of other videos there. That's the best way to check out what content I'm putting out. Uh, Hopefully I'll be expanding a little bit more uh, in the coming months. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get things organized. What the? Oh, and he's gone. What the fuck? Did he just just hung up? Oh, I guess that's. Wait, what the fuck happened? All right. That was weird. Yeah, I guess there's a <laughs> Yeah, what I'm saying is we're, we're all getting censored. So it's it, we need to have as many different outlets as we could possibly do and the individuals doing that. So if they knock out one, you got another one. So that's why I'm promoting my stuff. So I'm promoting everybody else's stuff. Mm-hmm. Whether it be uh, Chris Don T. Harris with the Rundown Live, you know, the Allen Report, um, uh, Auditing America, I think another one is, you know, obviously you got the Crotch Shot Radio Show that we're on here. My channel, GB0083. And there's a whole slew of others, but uh, we got to help each other out. Yep. That's, that's kind of why I'm saying that. So I do appreciate you having me on the show, as always, Louie. Yes. And uh, I, I guess we'll see what next week brings. Uh, we probably do that podcast thing yeah, that we did. Jesus. All right. I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> I know. I think that'll be an easier one to go through. It won't yeah, be a four parter. Hopefully. So, but it's, it, it's very self-explained. Yeah. I mean, it's very blatant, too. It's a lot of admissions in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get, it. we'll get into that next week. But anyways, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Christian uh, Rosencrantz, uh, DJT, of course, TN Rose. Uh, i also like to give a big shout-out to Heather Rose, uh, you know, for listening to today's show. And as always, from my house to your house. <laughs> Mahalo. Uh, that's the end of my show. Donk. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. 
Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.